How's it going, everybody? I'm a little out of breath. I decided to upload this at the gym where I have Wi-Fi. I just did like three sets of 10 on pull-ups with uh, 90 pounds off my weight. So they were assisted, so don't get too hopeful yet there. So I had dinner uh, and beers with a buddy of mine again, Matt, and it's a regular appearance on this show. I'm gonna still keep doing that. I'm gonna still keep trying to get guests. So my goal next year is to get 10 guests. So uh, peace, enjoy the, enjoy the ad. We're back. We're back at the brewery. Uh, hey. How's it going, Hat? How you been? Good. What are you drinking? Um, I think it's a Belgian oatmeal stout. I had a feeling that's what you were going to go with. I, I got the Chaos Double, which is pretty good, actually. I like a good breakfast beer. Uh, what was the one time? You told me about like an oatmeal stout or something that was like uh, either birthday cake or strawberry shortcake. No, you're probably talking about the Christmas one, which is a double chocolate coffee oatmeal stout. Okay. It was seasonal. It came in a four pack, and I never saw it again. I I randomly picked it up. I couldn't tell you what it's called. Mm-hmm. Well. My favorite is you go to a brewery and you get their brewery-only options mm. because, like, it, it's really awesome when you can get something that's like, uh, like beer when it travels. Like, there's a couple of them that are incredible when they travel. I forget which one it is, but I want to say it's something like. Um, uh, Guinness is not one of them. Right? Like that, that's the one that comes to mind. Everyone that's ever had Guinness in uh, America has missed out on the amazingness that is Guinness in uh, like the UK. Oh, you're talking about foreign domestic? No, well, but like just a travel. Uh, Yangling, I think, is one of those beers that tastes better when it's traveled, like like shipping, where it's just like been bottled, versus like on tap from the like the keg at the brewery. I've never been to the England Brewery, even though it's probably not there, not too far away. Well, but it's Anheuser Busch, so I'm pretty sure like there's like a factory somewhere like that. I have had a, a lot of England, and I think I prefer it on tap. Yeah, but I think that's pretty easy. An easy choice to make. Like Coors on tap does not taste any different to me than Coors, <laughs> like in a can. I think it's engineered to be that way. Oh yeah. So what have you been up to? So we consult the list. Saw Bullet Train. That was a good movie. That was a great movie. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. Oh my god. It's, it's, I didn't expect it to be amazing. Uh-huh. I dragged Rafi to go see it. And I was like, hey, this, this trailer looks funny. Let's go see it. And, um, saw it and it just blew me away. My favorite part of the movie was the water bottle. <laughs> when... Yeah, I'm not spoiling anything. When they revealed that a character in the movie is an actual water bottle, I was like, all right, this might be my favorite movie of the year, <laughs> just because it did something that I don't think anyone could have predicted. No. Unless maybe like there was a book that you read that it was based on, but like, just like the comedy of, and 
like the I was like, all right, this is so Deadpool two. Like, <laughs> like when is he gonna show up? And I was like, <laughs> called it. Like I goddamn called it. There, I, there are so many actors in this that are uncredited, <laughs> and it's hilarious almost every time. But my favorite part of the movie has to be Tangerine and Lemon. Oh yeah. They are the best two characters in the movie. See, that right there is Diesel. <laughs> yeah. You're a Diesel. So I was like, and just like the like the script writing, basics, and storytelling, because of A, B, and because of B, C. Therefore. The B, therefore, and because they follow that so well, I was just like, ah. The action was good. Mm -hmm. I needed one more scene with Masioka, though. The conductor. The conductor? The, condu the, guy, the guy that keeps running into Brad Pitt because Brad Pitt doesn't oh. have a ticket. Oh, he's the hero guy, isn't he? Yep. Totally forgot. You know who uh, Tangerine is, right? Uh, was ta Tangerine was, was uh, the black guy or the white guy? The white guy. Okay, the white guy, he was kick-ass. He was... Yeah. Um, he's one of those great actors that just disappears into roles. Because he was no, in no. Godzilla. He's one of those great actors who just fucking disappeared. Because I didn't, I haven't seen him in anything since Kickass. Did you see and Godzilla? He, the first um, one, the, the first American one. You're right. He is in that. He's in that. Did you see Avengers: uh, uh, Age of Ultron? Yeah. He was uh, Quicksilver. Wow. So I, I, I restate my point. He disappears in the role. I guess he does. Yep. And apparently he was in The Kingsman, but I haven't seen the new, like the ninth, the World War One Kingsman. I yeah, I haven't seen, seen that either. Everybody rants and raves over those movies. I haven't seen them. I've seen clips, and I can't understand why. Uh, all right. Well, let me put it in terms of. Do you want to see like like kinetic, like hyper violent a action? See, here's like I've seen the big fight scene, and it looks really dumb. Oh, it is. It's just shot really well. All right. It, it's got that same problem as John Wick, where John Wick is really competently made. Yep. It's extremely competently made. Yep. But it's done so in a very sterile way that I know that that is what they were doing, and that's all that they were doing. Yep. I like John Wick, but man, oh man, can I just see the hours on the training range? Yep. And then that's that's all I see. Oh, speaking of all I see. Yep. I read Jurassic Park for the first time. Yeah. I really like it. I have a couple big complaints. Um, everybody knows about the lacing dependency that the dinosaurs have. Yeah. And they eat, like, soybeans and whatnot to compensate. Yeah. You wouldn't know it by reading the fucking book. So here's what they do. They bring up the lysine dependency in the lab. And the doctors are all, all the whole shebang. Just like in the movie, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The dinosaurs can't survive more than 12 hours without lysine. Mm -hmm. This is what they believe. Yeah. This is what they say. But 
they then move to the ticking clock of there's raptors on the supply boat going to the mainland. It's going to take 18 hours to get to the mainland. So we got we got to call the supply ship before it gets to the mainland in 18 hours. That's the ticking clock of the book. Yeah. They're constantly referencing it. And every time they do, I think to myself, wow, they will have been dead for six hours. Yeah. What's the issue? But they never do. They so, never bring up the Lycee. They, they go the whole book without bringing up the Lycee, except for one part where Lex, the little girl, mm -hmm. is like, I'm hungry. Can I eat those berries? And they're like, no, we don't know what those berries are. And she's like, well, the little dinosaurs are eating them. Mm -hmm. That's the whole, that's 100% of the lines regarding Lysine. So until, are you saying that until the, the, the movie adaptation of the original Jurassic Park was better than the uh, yes. book? Yes. The book is very good. The movie is better. Okay. So at the very, very, very end, in the fucking epilogue, they bring up the Lysine again. Because, like, something's been eating farmer soybean fields on the mainland and they're like oh no mm -hmm. I'm sitting there like it's an 18 hour boat trip yep they should have been dead they should have been dead unless there was actual soybeans on that boat yeah 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 like, so here's the other side of that problem let's assume that the dinosaurs just don't need that. Clearly, they don't need that. We know that they get lysine from other places. Mm -hmm. And one of the things baked into the book is at the time, they don't understand the whole lysine. Dr. Wu doesn't understand, really, the lysine thing. And he assumes that it's a control factor. And so the dinosaurs don't care, and it's fine that they got on the boat and went over to the mainland and, and they, they eat soybeans. But nobody brings it up. The characters that believe this is true are never like, it's been 12 hours, why aren't the dinosaurs dying? Mm -hmm. Nobody ever brings it up, not once. Not, not once. It feels like Michael Crichton was building a ticking time, uh, a ticking clock into his book. And the ticking clock was the Lysine. And then at some point that changed. And the ticking clock was they're getting to the mainland. Well, the, the thing about the movie was... Um, I'm talking about the book. I know, but like... Okay. The thing about the movie was that they said, well, all the dinosaurs are infertile. Yeah. Like, they're all made in a lab. We genetically made them that way. Yeah. And then, like, lo and behold, oh, by the way, here's some eggs in the uh, captivity, like, that we didn't know about. Turns out, they, they nature found a way. So Yes, that's, that's a thing in the book. That's a thing in the movie. That's a big plot point. One thing, though, is that... In the movie, you you find out in the in the little um, cartoon that they sit through yeah. that they use frog DNA yeah. to splice the dinosaurs' DNA together. Which which I think frogs are like one of those species that can change genders. Amphibians, certain yeah. amphibians, and ducks apparently. My cousin has a duck. Uh, used to be Daisy. Now okay. it's Gary. All right. 
But in the book, Dr. Wu has to be like prompted. He's like, what did you use to splice these to, to like make it work? And he's like, oh, we use this and that and this and that. Dr. Grant's like, did you use frog DNA? And Wu's like, I don't know. We might have. I have to go check. And like, Wu doesn't know. Not only is it not in the beginning of the movie, he doesn't even know. Furthermore, he doesn't know how many types of dinosaurs are on the island, and that annoys me. Mm -hmm. I can see that being annoying. Especially because, like, uh, the, by the way, do you want any of this? No. That was yours. Good. Uh, for those that are uh, just listening, we had crepes for dinner, and they're fucking excellent. Savory crepes. Yep. Well. So here's my biggest complaint of the book. Mm -hmm. Remember Ian Malcolm? Everybody's favorite character, Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. In the movie, Jeff Goldblum is great. He, he's snarky. He's a no, he's like an asshole. He doesn't really care. He's a rock and roll. He's a rock star. Yeah. In the book, he is devoid of character. He does two things, and they both piss me off. He stands around saying that I modeled this in Chaos Theory and I know it's going to fail. How is it going to fail? Don't know. I just know it's going to fail. In what way might it fail? Don't know. I'm just don't, I just know it's going to fail. <laughs> what part of the park is going to lead to it failing? Don't know. I just know it's going to fail. <laughs> That's just the whole one time he extrapolates and it's stupid. He says, "In my mo I, I showed you in my model that the the fences would be um, a breach factor. Except the fences only stop working because they're shut off, which is not a factor of the park. Industrial sabotage is not a factor." of the park working. Also, failed industrial sabotage because it goes wrong. So it's industrial sabotage that goes wrong in a specific way that leads to the fences being off, that leads to the fences failing. So, uh, question. Uh, so was uh, Newman uh, uh, in the book and the movie? Yeah. Okay, so New but does Newman die the same way in the movie? Newman is almost one for one. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. So he's a little more relatable, though. Well, isn't he the, the son of uh, no. the doctor? No. Or the, or the owner, I should say. No. Like, so, Nedry in the movie complains about not being paid enough. And you can assume that he's like getting a salary from Hammond because he works there. In the book, he is a contractor with a company that he runs. Mm -hmm. And he agreed to make this unprecedented um, infrastructure for Hammond. Yeah. And then Hammond fucks him over by uh, uh, telling him to do all this additional work. Then he's like, this isn't in the contract. I have to pay out of pocket for the staff for this. 
blah blah blah, and Hammond just fucks him over completely. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sue you. This this is within the confines of the contract. Blah 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 blah. So Nedry is very pissed off, and it's very understandable. Everything else is exactly identical. Now was that Newman or was that the Hunter guy? Newman is Nedry. I wasn't sure because he was like Dennis in the. Uh... Yeah, Dennis Nedry. Okay. Muldoon, Muldoon is is not an Australian safari guy. He's like an African safari guy. Okay. Uh, he's well, similar. When he cast an Australian, or, or, like, did they, was he actually Australian? I'm trying to remember. I mean, in the movie, he's supposed to be, he's very Australian. And he's very Australian, but I'm trying to think if like they like like we can't have an African uh, uh, like guy with an Australian accent. Well, no. Well, the. the I, I can't remember. It just it, it it I can't remember what he actually is said to look like beyond dark, <laughs> and that can mean a lot of things. That can mean he's Italian. Well, Michael Crichton had a um, uh, let's say a um, uh, criticism of his work. Um, I want to say he also wrote uh, the book that the, the, the Sean Connery. Congo? No, maybe. Uh, well, he did write Congo. Okay, so well, he he had a lot of movies made off of his work, but I think Rising Sun was one of them. The you ever see that movie? It's um, Sean Connery uh, plays a, a, a Scottish man that like uh, lived in Japan for a long time. He's investigating a crime, a, cor a corporate crime or something that happens. Huh. That sounds awesome. Wesley Snipes is also in the movie. Okay. It's a weird movie, and it's sort of, uh, like, xenophobic. Um, but, because, like, don't forget, like, the guy died, like, I want to say 10 years ago. But, like, certain criticisms, uh, like, like, in the last several years have, like, it's like, hey, by the way, uh, like, I, like, we all love Jurassic Park, but the guy who wrote it was an asshole. Sort of, like, people pop up. So... Function two of Ian Malcolm, mm -hmm. besides just being right mm -hmm. about nothing, mm -hmm. is being a mouthpiece for Michael Crichton. Mm -hmm. Just he does when he's not talking about chaos theory and his models, he is just spewing this really pessimistic, nihilistic. Uh, everything is everybody is stupid but me. And it just philosophical dribble. And Ian Malcolm dies at the end of the book. Huh. Except he doesn't in the second book. So here's my extended criticism of of of, of uh, not Anyone wondering. Do that. You, speaking of kick-ass from before. Yeah. Mark Miller, who wrote Kick-Ass, yeah. did the same thing. He had the book, it was done. It existed on its own. The mm -hmm. movie comes out. He changes the second book to fit the movie, mm. to which I was just like, use, use. Like, I've never like called somebody a sellout before, because it's like one of those hollow things. This is like, oh, you got rich. Congratulations. Like, like you're making uh, books for the masses. Congratulations. You're at the point where you can do it. You're capitalizing. But, like, you changed the story to fit the movie because the movie is very different from the comic kick-ass 
which I was like, okay. Did he get like a flamethrower at the end or something? Or a machine gun? Uh, yes and no. Um, he has like a jetpack. Okay, so uh, you remember that briefcase that he ca Nick Cage carried around? Not really. All right, well, anyway, so in the comic, there was like, hey, we got this big weapon or whatever. We got this, like, last case scenario or something. Yeah. In the movie, same deal. Hey, we got this last thing. Then in the movie, it's a weapon. In the comic, it's all the original copies of the first appearances of the first Marvel characters. Because, like, uh, in the... The book about kick, the book of Kickass, which I only I don't count like the, the the two and three or any of the Hit Girl stuff. I mean it exists, and, like it's a fun thing to to read. But um, as far as uh, you know, things that annoy me, it's like okay, the movie exists, the movie is fine, the movie was good. Like like uh, I have a little bit of criticism of it here and there, uh, but because uh, the guy who did uh, the. Uh, the Kingsman movies also did Kick-Ass, the first one, which is Matthew Vaughn, which I I, he, I I haven't heard about any movies he's because remember Layer Cake with Daniel Craig? Yeah. Made that movie too. Very good filmmaker. Uh, used to be Guy Ritchie's producer and then just went on to make really good movies afterwards. Uh, so, the, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, like, if you change, like, the story that you told, like, after the fact, it's like, like, that just, oh, you sell out. You fucking sell out. So, I haven't finished book two. Okay. Um, so here are the main differences. Mm -hmm. In the first book, they have the one island. Ian Malcolm dies. Um, that's all I think of it that's really important. Yeah. And they, what happens is at the end of the first book, they're like, did Malcolm make it? And Muldoon shakes his head no. Like, and in the beginning of the first, uh, second book, you have Ian Malcolm going like, oh, I thought, I bet you thought I was dead. Yep. It was really annoying because I really disliked Ian Malcolm in the first book. Yep. However, in the second book, they give him a character. And the character is... No. <laughs> the character is he's really annoyed by somebody who's a pompous, know-it-all jackass. Wow. You made two Ian Malcolms to give one Ian Malcolm a character. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. That's kind of funny. So everything about the second book screams to me that Ian, that, that Michael Crichton was sitting down with a lot of letters from people who told him every single minute detail of how his book was wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. You couldn't possibly have done that with one lab. This is stupid. This would have happened. And he's just sitting there with all these letters and he's, and he's shaking his fist at them. And he's like, I'm going to write a second book where everything was correct all along. 
all of these corrections, they're invalid because you just didn't see them and that's in the second book. There's a second island where all of the correct things happen. That's what I envision when I read The Lost World. It's just fixing the first book. And the first book is good. Okay. I didn't think it... It wasn't a bestseller for nothing. Well, yeah. I, like, I, I really like Jurassic Park. Don't get me wrong. I draw the line at the new movies. That's not Jurassic Park. I know, but like, like as like there are certain, I call it the uh, euthanize it uh, movie. The what? The euthanize it movie. Oh. Like, like there's a lot, like in DB, it's jump, jumping the shark. Here I'm almost done with this. Just uh, I'll, put, I'll stack them all together. I have a bag where we all got bags, but so. Uh, fast five. Fast five. I was like, all right, put a bullet in it. Come on now. Like, like I was listening to uh, a podcast today, and like someone mentioned the line that like, like um, uh, Fast and the Furious, the original one, yeah. and um, Point Break are the same movie. I've never seen Point Break, but okay. Oh, you're missing out. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. From just like a summer blockbuster, like, and a just like, uh, like, like, it's a movie for regular people to enjoy. Uh-huh. But like, it's the same plot line. Guy's an undercover cop. Goes, uh, hangs out, and goes native. Thinks it's another uh, group of bad guys. Turns out it's not. It's a group of bad guys. He's, he's dating one of the girls in the tribe. Uh, it brings to justice everybody but one guy. Let's him go at the end. I've seen that end scene. That's it. And it happens on like a mountain? Uh, it happens in New Zealand. Uh, there are mountains in the shot? There's a mountain in the shot and it's like a beach on in New Zealand where like it's it's like the guy Keanu Reeves goes up to Patrick Swayze he's like, How'd you find me? He's like Keanu Reeves says, uh, We tracked the surf, we just kn- knew where you would be. And yeah, come on man. Look at the waves. Look how perfect it is. It's like one last ride. It's like, don't worry, man. I got you. Go, ahead, go get your one last ride. Oh, it's about surfing. It's surfing. It's skydiving. It's uh, like like fighting. And so all the adrenaline stuff from Fast and the Furious that they just like put cars in there. Yeah. Uh, like they just did like other things in Point Break, which are better things, and also better. It's just better all around. See, I, since I did, I've never seen Point Break, I always just assume Point Break. Was about mountains. Nope. Like Dante's Peak. <laughs> Dante's anyway. Peak was the Pierce Brosnan uh, movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Like I, I miss like the, the old days of Hollywood where they would copy each other's movies. Like every year you'd have like the same couple types of movie. Yeah. Like Deep Impact and Armageddon. Or you would get Dante's Peak and um, uh, Volcano, which was Volcano, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Volcano was so bad. It was. Like, like Dante's Peak isn't great, but it did it did the it did the formula way better than Volcano. But like, like what the hell is happening in Los Angeles or whatever? You're like, sure, let's put a volcano right on a fault line and just like, uh, like, uh, let's just play that out. And I'll give them credit; they made it a small volcano. They just, uh, it's like, how come everything is going like? They, and they treated it like a, um, like a disaster movie, like a real it was a disaster, a disaster. But, movie. but like, not like. Um, 
like it's like okay, we have scientists, we have uh, civil engineers figuring this out. Let's look at this. No one believes him. Okay, the guy on the ground goes in. It's like I don't, I don't believe it. That doesn't make sense. Let's check. Which is Tommy Lee Jones, by the way. And Tommy Lee Jones playing like a, a civil engineer. Like I think he plays a guy in the road department. <laughs> like just like when you compare that to uh, Juicy Red Letter Media's like uh, take on Moonfall. I don't think so. Well, it just it tears it a new one in a, in a way that's like we get it. Like you make the same movie every decade because like that's the director. I think uh, I forget his name, but it's like you take this the money that they pay you, you put it into a smaller movie, but you keep making the same movie every time, and you just get worse at it every time. Uh, we should get more topics in. Uh, we, we, so uh, Rings of Power. I haven't seen a single episode. Don't. Okay. <laughs> so next. <laughs> no, Rings of Power is absolutely atrocious. It's so unbelievably bad. Like, Galadriel gets hit in the face with a volcano, and she's just covered in dust afterwards. Okay. You see this thing just... Destroy, obliterating houses, uh, land, uh, landscaping, just, just destroying it. It's a volcano exploding, and I don't mean erupting. Yeah. Uh, and then in the last episode, they just keep saying stupid things. So they make... They, they discover that, oh, Hallbrand is Sauron. Who could have seen this coming? Everybody. Everybody. Um, and they, they, uh, Halbrand had been convincing them to turn the, the mithril that they have, which is a whole different bag of stupid. Turn the mithril that they have into a ring. And so they find out he's Sauron. And then Galadriel's like, no, we're not going to make a ring. We'll make three rings, because one ring will absolutely corrupt. Two rings will sow division. Three rings will balance. Wasn't there like 23 rings at the There's end 20. Of? 20, because it was like one ring to rule them all, two, whatever, three. No, no, it's three rings for the elves, seven rings for the dwarves, nine for the for, for, uh, men. And yeah, they were all the And kings. the one ring. Yeah. That was the whole point of like uh, the wraiths that were chasing them. Like the ring wraiths were the nine lords of men. Yeah, nine lords of men, and then so how do they go from one one to three to twenty? Well, they don't have one. They have three. They have the three elven rings. Okay. All right. So here's no, no, no. Listen to the rationale, though. One ring will absolutely corrupt. Two will sow division and three will be balanced. Have you ever seen any three things lead to balance? Like, uh, what's it, what's it called? Um, that get game. Actually, I, I, I can make an argument that three will never be balanced for one particular reason. Like, every time that you need, uh, like, a decision to make, you always have it in an odd number. Yeah. Just so that, like, like alright, one guy says this, the other guy says that. The middle guy has to choose which side to fall on. So you're arguing that it does not bring balance. I know, but like that's what I'm saying. Whenever, is, 
specifically off balance. Yeah, I know. She says that three brings balance. I th- I feel like we have to forgive Hollywood writers no, for not being no. never forgive. No, never forget. Like we have to forgive them because they are not as smart as the person that came up with the source material. Oh man. And by the way, like to my understanding, like I've heard so many in- like if you uh, read into like Lord of the Rings, like the the novel that came out, uh, like because like, oh, written by who? Um, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien or whatever. You mean his son? No. Well, I don't quote me on this because like there are certain things that I'm not a huge fan of, and Lord of the Rings is one of them. But like I've seen enough internet uh, facts on this. It's like the way Tolkien originally wrote it was he told people that he was translating a uh, lost script or something, and so he came up with his own language. Uh, wrote it all in that and then uh, translated it from the thing that he created and mind you this is uh, just like him fucking around yeah but uh, it's it's like one of those oh dude you really had a lot of time to put an effort into this fucking around shit so Lord of the Rings came out in like the newspaper I thought it came out in chapters yeah because there was well everyone says the three books which is like the the fellowship the the journey and the return of the king and all that whatever or the two towers whatever the fuck the middle one is two towers okay so it's supposed to be six novels okay uh i don't know one of the reasons that it's so hard to read for me is because it's supposed to be read in these little chunks yeah so if you try to read several little chunks you tire yourself out real fast oh yeah I, i read the fellowship and i was like you know what i'm good saying you read the fellowship sounds kind of Strange. I read the first book. I was like, you know what? This is interesting. It's not not for me. Like I tried reading The Hobbit years earlier. I couldn't get into it. Like it was good. No, wait, wait, hold on. You, you, you read The Fellowship and you couldn't get through The Hobbit. The Hobbit's the good one. I know, but like, I, like it was like I'm talking about like reading The Fellowship in high school and trying to read The Hobbit in middle school. Like, okay. Like it's the like, Hobbit. I I like The Hobbit like, it, as it, a it, as a standalone. That's like thing trying to give like a, like a five year old ro- uh, roasted Brussels sprouts with garlic and salt and pepper. Like yeah, as an adult you realize how awesome that is, but then when you taste it as a kid you're like, yeah, like vegetables. It's like I probably yeah, should. But I was reading Redwall when I was a kid. Redwall to me uh, is uh, I read a several of them. I didn't read all of them, and like I was annoyed that um, I was reading them out of order chronologically because I would be reading like the, the later ones that reference things that I hadn't read, which they were kind of self-contained. But it was it was like I, I wasn't getting the payoff that like the the, the the real fans were getting. I don't think I read any of them in order. Uh, yeah. So. And I don't even think they were published in chronological order. No, for that they certainly either. weren't. But they weren't even like a lot of them. Just go off like, oh, the pirates of, of the otters. That's not really. That's not related to Martin the Warrior. Yeah, as far as I remember. Yeah. But like the like my favorite one of the bunch that I read was Moral Fox. Yeah, that's the second book I read. Okay. Which I'm surprised they haven't made uh, an Amazon series out of that one. Well, it is a show. Where? Canada. 20 years ago. 
yeah, 20 years ago. Like, was it a cartoon or was yeah. it? Like, I can totally see like somebody like uh, the Disney's Lion King people, where it's like, all right, we're gonna have realistic animals. Uh, it's gonna That's be a, awful. I know, but like, like we're gonna have realistic animals, uh, but we're gonna have them dressed up as they no, are. You know what you would get? You would get the new Pinocchio. How is that? Terrible. Well, do you watch any of She-Hulk? Oh my God, She-Hulk is the next thing on my list. Let's let's go straight to She-Hulk, just because. So She-Hulk, She-Hulk is so. If 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 Rings of Power hadn't also been coming out, She-Hulk would be the worst thing ever. I I I can't defend it. <laughs> like other than to say, they took a swing on something that is very difficult to hit. No, like, not really. You know, it, it shouldn't be that difficult to hit. Like Deadpool hits the breaking the fourth wall stuff. Yeah. Very well. And they own Deadpool. I know, but here's the problem. Like saying they own Deadpool and saying they own She-Hulk. Like if you give if you give like your best student uh, an assignment. And no, here's it, what you do when you're making your She-Hulk show. You say Ryan Reynolds, help. I I wish like they wouldn't have done it. No, no, it, it's a show that absolutely does not need to exist, and it's worse for existing. They burned Daredevil. Not only did they burn Daredevil, they burned Planet Hulk. They burned Planet Hulk. I know. They like, absolutely just cut off Planet Hulk from existing with this show. Yeah. In the in the eleventh hour. Yeah. Which I don't. I know they were talking about doing Planet Hulk. I don't know if they like made any plans or. They but will never do Planet Hulk. They. There's only so many great Hulk stories. Yeah. That. That's one of them. That's one of them, and like like there, like Peter David had a whole bunch in his run. He ran. He he did that book for twelve years, and. It ranged from uh, the death of um, uh, Betty Ross uh, to um, uh, the Maestro, and uh, the Pantheon is another one. But I'm not a huge, and I'm I'm not an expert. I don't know what that story is. I couldn't tell you a thing about it other than it exists. Yeah. But the um, the thing I would say is. There's only so many Hulk stories. However, there's more She-Hulk stories this only because uh, like she's had different iterations. She's been the straight-up superhero, no fourth wall breaking. However, like she's been attorney at law, where it's like a comedy. But the other thing too is, if you're gonna do a sitcom or a comedy in general, be funny. The fucking statements that the writers put out that are like, you know, we realized while writing this that we couldn't write. Yeah. Uh, like, we don't know how to write a courtroom drama or a comedy. They should have had, like, whoever's involved, whoever the supervisor is in Law and Order, they should have had. Dick Wolf. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, if, like, if Ben Wolf has done comedies before, like, not great ones, like, that oh, have survived. You have the Daredevil Law Show. Yeah. Do that, get those people. But they don't want to go for that tone, though. Doesn't matter. They, they're so stupid. I know. That they don't know and basic the, things about and, the law. And the, and the finale was horrendous. Like, oh, my God, the finale. Because they tried to end it on the, uh, which is, by the way, um, Peter David's done this more than once. I don't know how many times he's done it, but um, he did uh, the ending to one book. One of my favorite runs of all time was Captain Marvel. It had two volumes. Which Captain Marvel? Uh, it was Captain Marvel, like, male Captain Marvel, 
his son was Genis uh, Marvel. Okay. So it was the the, the Jenny or Genny uh, era. So uh, first first run, I think it was like either 66 or like 88 issues, and it was it spawned out of like one of those like Avengers uh, things that like happens every so often, but it's it's the one of the last memorable ones. So, but his run is probably one of the greatest superhero story runs on that one. First time. It gets darker and more mature, but not really, in the second uh, route. And then, uh, but the ending to it is, he was given an issue to end things where he wanted him. He could leave things up in the air. He could do whatever he wanted. He did a fourth wall breaking where the characters realize, oh, this book is getting canceled. And like, all right, can we get a happy ending? Yes, you get a happy ending. Hey, guy, just like fuck off into the distance. Go ahead. Like, okay. Like, like, uh. That sounds pretty good. Oh, it's one of the greatest endings I've ever read. And it's it, like, it was almost satisfying. Almost. I hate those endings in general. Like, it, there's only a handful that have really, like, if The Matrix had ended it and done it right, I think I would have like the Matrix movies back in the day. If what? you just pretend there's only one, then it's great. And, well, so, She-Hulk made the mistake of using the fourth wall where, like, it, and they had the balls to actually have Kevin Feige act in an episode. No, they had the balls to have literally themselves in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I know. When She-Hulk breaks into the writer's room, and it's the actual writer. Which, by the way, like, I, I kind of want to say out loud, was that your way of getting SAG? Like, because the rule is, if you say three lines in SAG, you get, um... Well, which of the writers don't get SAG? I, I don't know, but, like, I, I, I would be chomping at the bit just to, like, uh, like throw lines in there just so I get the health insurance for fucking life. But... So, the fucking, the Kevin bot thing, it's just... They've done similar things in the past in the comics. I'll give them... Oh, like, sure. But, like... It's, the whole thing wasn't funny. No, it wasn't. The, so here, here's here's why they do like, the whole. Like it was borderline funny. Like like the one good thing about She-Hulk was like Tatiana Maslany or Maslany is She-Hulk. She is an actress. She's a good actress. That is good at it. Can do multiple things. And I believed her as She-Hulk and as the character and all that stuff. I believed her as the character she portrayed. Yeah. So, uh, but that's not hard. That's, I know it's not hard, but like when you've gotten, uh, like everyone uh, clowns on uh, no, Iron I Fist. Don't, but, I, don't even, I don't really even agree with that 100%. Yeah. Because the person you have in episode one is not the person you have in every other episode. Oh, no. It's all over the place. And they also made like the other mistake I hate, which is like, like, like I'm the new character. I'm like overpowered. Like my cousin is the Hulk, who's much stronger than me, but I am just as good as him. Day one, and like we're like we're gonna give her problems. Like okay, what problems they didn't are give you? Problems. They barely gave her problems. No, no, they didn't give her problems. Yeah, they gave her things to mope about. Yeah, which weren't real problems. Yeah, that she just wanted to mope about. Yeah. She's literally hired because she's She-Hulk with no other qualifications. Yep. And then bitches and moans that she was hired because she's She-Hulk. Yep. So, like... 
I'm trying to think of other things to talk about. But Do you remember the, the fucking wedding? Oh my god. The remember wedding. the last time we talked? No. Like about how Phase 4 sucks? Oh my god. Yeah. Like, it, it, can we talk about something I really enjoyed? What's that? Werewolf by Night. I don't know what that is. It may be the one shining gem uh, out of all the recent stuff that's been on uh, Disney Plus for Marvel. So well, it's I don't a, have Disney Plus. So. Okay. Can we talk about Andor really quick? Go ahead. Can't because nobody talks about Andor. Nobody is talking about Andor. It's so, just a ghost in the wind. Well, Everybody was it, like, the first three episodes were okay, and nothing. Well, out of curiosity, is the main character the guy that dies in the movie? I don't know. I haven't seen it. If it is, then why are we watching? Yeah, no, that's what a lot of people say. It's like, it's a prequel to a prequel. Yeah. Like, mind you, I, I, don't, I didn't mind that Rogue One had this tone that it did for the majority of the movie. I was annoyed it didn't have any boffins. And then it decided to just absolutely screw the beginning of A New Hope. It didn't need to do that at all. It did not need to have a terrible CGI Carrie Fisher. Did you like uh, Darth Vader in there, though? Like uh, the the oh, handoff? That, yeah, that's great. Like, if it had ended there, no Carrie Fisher, it would have been like, like... If that wasn't Carrie Fisher's ship, yeah, would have been amazing. I mean, no. Rogue One wouldn't have been amazing. Darth Vader's scene would have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Which... <laughs> I, I treat the Darth Vader scene as as its own movie. Yep. <laughs> like, and, and, and even then, if I was to go at it, I haven't, I haven't it watched as like any Obi Wan Kenobi either. Like, oh, was, it's so. Bad. How does how does it compare like to that one scene that was like? Do we get any of that? No. You All get right. Darth Vader being a, an emo sad boy who who is incompetent. Why Everybody they, in Kenobi is incompetent. Why does Hollywood hate hating Christensen so much? Like, give him something to do that's awesome. They so they have flashbacks mm -hmm. to uh, prequel era yeah. where they have like uh, they have they have Anakin and Obi Wan like do, like sparring. Yeah. Hayden Christensen looks like a, a leather handbag. Because they did they CGI him to be younger? No. Oh Jesus Christ. They coulda. They might have. He did not age well. He's just melting. You remember when everybody yeah, said Shaq was melting? I know, but like Hayden That's Christensen, what he looks like. like he didn't make anything after Star Wars. Not really. No. Like, he just retired. He, no, he was. A, I think he was in. He was in a couple of things one here or two and there. Things, yeah. But like I think it was like Friends projects and stuff like that. It was like low budget yeah. kind of. Well, when when um, you're. Is that anybody else? Can you see Cyberpunk Edge Runner? I did see Cyberpunk Edge Runners. That's on my anime list. Look at, because you can see the handshake. That's the, that's the top of my uh, anime list. Is that the best thing Trigger's done? 
Uh, it has no. flaws. I'm gonna say kill a kill is still the best thing Trigger's done. Because I think kill a kill is Trigger hitting all their Trigger things properly. Yes. Like it's overhyped, violent, like like action over the top action. Yeah. Like it's like uh, like the mom is like are involved or like there's giant making ladies or something. There's they go to space at some point. Like uh, they go to the atmosphere, the stratosphere. They don't. I don't know. They go to space. I don't know. But like the uh, uh, as far as but no, yeah, kill a kill is probably still the best trigger work. I love Cyberpunk. Yeah. It does have a lot of flaws. I feel like it's just um, the flaws are also typical of trigger. All right, let's see if I can remember this. What's your last name? Easily now. I use easy. I use easy. Okay. Uh, my might be a little bit easier. K A Y A L. I use easy. K A Y. Yes. Thank you. It's longer than I use easy, but I usually just say I use easy, and people punch it into a computer, <laughs> yeah. and it's the only name that comes up. I'm trying. I'm trying to think, like, like how unlucky of a bastard does someone have to be? Like, it was like, all right, is it this I use easy or that I use easy? So I know, I know at least one other Muzolino. I know a Muzolino. Ah. I know. Um, oh, there's someone else. And I did Taekwondo with a Muzolino. Okay. That was weird. All right. But uh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, uh, I listened to, the, I'm watching it again in English. Okay. The, the Japanese was excellent. The Japanese uh, was really good, yeah. The, um, the soundtrack was fucking incredible. I love the soundtrack. We don't get anime too often that have like, great soundtracks like, Any, so that are like, like songs included. Like, here's the weird thing. Every anime that I've seen that has like, a really good soundtrack yeah. like, with actual music and not like score yeah. has had France. Ferdinand. Is he big in Japan? I guess. But to be fair, that song fits so damn perfectly. Sure, yeah. Like for an opening that my my favorite song in it is not fire. Because I I I I have heard Franz Ferdinand a million times. I used to be a big fan of Franz Ferdinand. Now I'm kinda like, okay. I've heard this song a million times. I, I'm trying to think of what if it's like my, my, my favorite song in Cyberpunk has to be um, oh fuck now what's it called it's the Rat Boy one. Um, I, I, I couldn't tell you what the what it's called, but is it the one when they're when they're on the moon? No, that's um, is I it the one where he's walking the city in like the early episodes. Yes. Okay. Um, it, uh, there's two songs that everybody raves about. It's this one, and I want to stay at your house. I want to actually buy the soundtrack to this. This might be the first time. Who's ready for tomorrow? My favorite song in the whole fucking thing. I would need to hear it to know it, but like, don't play it's, it. It's the really. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, and the voice acting for the English was so far so good. Like I haven't gotten to like Maine or Lucy it's, or anybody. Like I'm on episode two. Serviceable, but I'm not in it for serviceable. Like I know Chicken Man is in it as what's his name, the the the, the fixer. Oh, um, uh, Triskelion or uh, Let's Pollo Loco, man. Oh, uh, oh, oh! They got um. I don't remember what his name is. They got Gus Breaking, Spring, who Breaking is played Bad. by um. 
Damn it, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of it. Giancarlo Esposito. Yes. That's who it is. Yeah. Okay. I, I, we, I was watching it with my brother. We tuned over, turn, turn, turned the, the voices over just to hear him. Yeah. Kind of underwhelming. Well, like, it has to fit, and I think they make it fit for the Japanese before they make it fit for the... Uh... This is my argument for subs over dubs overall. Yeah. The dialogue and the script assume Japanese. Yeah. The voice actors get to not only know the original intent, yeah. they get the director telling them how to voice act. Yep. It's... I'm not just talking about Japanese. Any original English language audio yep. is going to be superior yep. to a dub. Yep. Wakfu, the French, the French show, yep. is better in French. Well, I it, wouldn't listen to it in English because it's it's absolutely. I'm, I'm also atrocious. curious because, like, do you know Andrea Romano? Uh, it sounds familiar. She was the voice director for Batman the Animated Series, the DC uh, uh, like uh, animated universe. Who uh, is she? Andrea Romano. No, who is she? She was the voice director. Like, oh, the director. Like, is she the one who did the voice directing for Avatar? Uh, yes. I do know her. Okay. She is fucking incredible at her job. Sure is. And I think we were spoiled <laughs> because I remember her on Bible Goes West. Oh, which all right. Kind of, she, so she's been in it. And she was in the game for a long time. And we, she, we got the Batman animated uh, series. Which is great. The Justice League universe. I haven't seen it. Yeah, you've probably seen it. It was like not... It was, Bits and pieces. Not enough like, to say like, oh, the voice acting. Really some of the, some of the movies that DC animated did, and um, like the funny story, like Pablo Goes West, which uh, I've seen a million times. Well, uh, Steven Spielberg said, "I am in the room to direct uh, Jimmy Stewart," like because I like I, I like well you could be there too, but I am directing Jimmy Stewart before he dies <laughs> because that was one of Jimmy Stewart's last roles as the dog the sheriff. Huh. Yeah. So. Uh, but the, uh, like, th like that right there, like, like, so she knows what she was doing, and I don't, I'm not saying that we, like, there's other shows out there that have good, like, directors for, like, that, for the act actors to have. Uh -huh. out, like, Rick and Morty, I'm pretty sure Andrew Romano doesn't do it, so. No. Uh, like, like. In Rick and Morty, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy. Dan Harmon? Dan Harmon. He, he's just continually drinking as he voices Rick. I think so, yeah. No, no, he actually is. There's, like, video footage that is his stated method yeah. for playing. Rick. Yep. He takes shots every line. Yep. So the uh, well, anyway, um, I think we're spoiled. By having, I mean, like just like you say, we're spoiled, but it's only because they don't want to shell out the money for a dub. Remember, it is a dub. Well, they it's just a dub. This know, is like an additional cost to bring it to a foreign market. I know, but like the. Um, Certain shows have done it. Like, so I, 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 like, I complain about the American cause, voice cause, acting. Because like Arcane did it. Who? Arcane. Arcane was good. Arcane did like like I think they put a little bit too Imagine Dragons in there, too, a little bit too much. <laughs> but, they literally had Imagine Dragons as characters. Yeah, we didn't really need that performance no, in there. I thought it was. I, it's neutral. It's not. It's not a flaw to me. Uh, but 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 I don't complain about American voice actors for American shows. Yeah. 
generally. Yeah. Because, like, um, how is it that hentai does uh, dubs better than uh, anime? Because they don't. Here's what they don't they actually, care. They, they, they don't hire care. actual porn actresses to do the voices. Do they? Yes. Oh, I didn't like, know that. Like, I mean, that's not true all the time. It's not true all the time. However, in terms of um, the uh, the English dubs, they will always like the DVD covers. Like, cause occasionally you'll see something advertised on your uh, like ads, like like voiced by like uh, Misty Rain or somebody. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I don't think they did that as much back in the day, probably. I've seen it more often than not, uh, which, like, I I mean, like, for a porn actress, I mean, I'm sure it's it's probably a lot easier to do, like, like, I mean, they're faking orgasms all day getting fucked. I'm sure they could do it, like, just, like, uh, like, talking to a mic. But they're not good at it when they're doing porn. Uh, (laughs) I don't don't think we're paying attention too much to it, so... Exactly. Anyway, what I was trying to say about them not giving a shit is the best dubs that I've seen are Adult Swim dubs. Yeah. Hands down, they will probably never be topped. Cowboy Bebop is probably the best best English dub of an anime. Because they put an effort in because they knew it was going to be on their channel. They were passionate. They, they, no, they had uh, an investment. Yes. Like, if they did a bad job and people were turning it off because of episode one, the main character... <laughs> like, well, I mean, Cowboy Bebop also voice. lends itself to being very Western. Yeah. But fully coolly, the dub yeah. is better than the original. Yeah. They have just that... They put in just as much uh, passion and effort, and it just kind of squeaks by being a little better because I am a Westerner, and it's, it appeals to me to have a more, more tiny, that tiny hint of Western sensibility cranked up a little bit. Yep, yep. But then you have stuff like Saga of Tanya the Evil, where you turn it over to the English voice acting, and it makes my ears bleed. Yep. So, all right, what else was good? Uh, let me tell you about Werewolf by Night. Let, let me... Let me sell it to you. Okay. It's black and white. What's it called again? It, Werewolf by Night. Oh, Werewolf by Night, right. It's a one hour, not even a full hour. Uh, it's very unique by Marvel standards. Okay. What's, oh, the, what's the elevator pitch? The elevator pitch? Okay. Uh... A group of monster hunters uh, gathers to pass over the, uh, the, I don't know if it's the MacGuffin or whatever, but it's like the Power Stone that uh, that can kill any monster because it, it is that powerful. Okay. So uh, the, the daughter shows up. It's like, uh, and like there's all these killers that are going to try and kill each other to get that stone. So, like, uh, like, it's very universal monster movie and stuff going on with a little bit of, like, like, like modern-day superhero stuff going on as well. But, as a fan, it's shot, the majority of it is black and white. Uh, and because it's black and white, they get to show blood. They don't show it as red. They show it as black, of course. So, you get little things like that. You get, uh... 
uh, you get more, because it's low budget, you're getting more practical effects. Uh, and because it's low budget, you don't get CG fight scenes, you get uh, choreographed fight scenes. So, speaking of CG, so it ha so it's like it doesn't have like the typical Marvel faults, which is like bad CG because they were working on uh, fifty fucking projects at the same time. Uh, the CG that they do have is well enough. Oh yeah, this, the She-Hulk CG is so it's uh, it's not great. So also the, the okay real quick the the She-Hulk CG yep. they kind of make fun of it in the final in the finale. Yep. The finale was filmed before all of those animators came out talking about how horrid the conditions are for animators. They've been talking about it for a while. So. And this was filmed before that. Yep. Or written before that, I should say. Like, if you've ever worked, uh, if you've ever listened to someone who works in, like, that industry, like, it, it's probably worse than the video game industry as far as crunching goes. It's... The, the way that they do shit is just so bad because they want to, like, change shit as the movie is going out. Mm -hmm. Like, they couldn't just... Uh, well, did you hear about Blade? No, but did you hear about Love and, Love and Thunder? Uh, go ahead. So, in Thor Love and Thunder, they couldn't decide what his stupid helmet was supposed to look like. Yeah. So... They didn't have a helmet. Yeah. They just had the dots. His helmet's completely CG. Yeah. And they were they were trying to figure out what helmet they wanted until it was like a week before. Well, they just threw like it's off center. Well, I'll do you one. Okay, I was at a table one time, like listening to stories at a convention. Yeah. So they're talking about X Men Three, which, by the way, uh, I did you see Mahler's uh, Doctor Strange? I did. Did you watch all that five was, hours of it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, five hours and fifty minutes. Yeah. Absolutely. So that little mini essay of him saying, "I why, love the the, uh, the Doctor uh, Xavier scene." I breakdown. I recommend that to people as much as possible. It's such a I. I saw and even this movie. even even like throws in is like hey by the way I know the fight scenes that are tied around it are like probably suck and are cringy however the actual death of Xavier in the, the movie the stuff that happens in that scene when it's like just explain because by the time you get to that point in the movie you're exhausted by all of the dumb shit that happens yep but just looking at that scene I mean it's not amazing it's not the best thing ever yeah it's just such a shockingly well-written scene coming from X-Men 3. Yeah. And it looks like fucking Citizen Kane yep. compared to and a Multiverse the, of Madness. Yeah, the argument that he made was like, how are we going backwards? Yeah. How are we going... Like, like everyone hated this movie. Like, don't get me wrong, it's got its flaws. Like, I'm quoting him. But, uh, yeah. but how is it that we've gone backwards in storytelling and in uh, effects? <laughs> It so. is a very, it's a very powerful scene too. Like when you consider all of the, all of the, all the moving parts. Yeah. Now, mind you, I can make a couple of arguments against this thing, which, like, like he's well, right. Yeah, it's X Men Three. It's X Men Three versus Doctor Strange. Like, it's you're not getting uh, that level of dedication in. But the fact that that movie got that level of dedications to its characters, and we haven't gotten the level of dedication to its own characters in any People of the new ones. Completely. Okay. So. When X-Men 3 came out, it was a shitty movie. And uh, back to what I was going to tell you, the story. So, okay. Uh, this is the situation that Fox is in when X-Men 3 gets greenlit. Uh, what, what is? Okay. 
first X-Men movie. They're not yeah. expecting anything of it. Like, the only previous movie they had to compare it to was Blade. Blade, it's a good movie, made its money back, but it wasn't a, a, the, the, the greatest hit that it was. Some motherfuckers all trying to ice skate uphill. Yeah, so, uh, great line, which Wesley Snipes, which Wesley Snipes came up with and David Boyer said, go with it. That's no, and line. Wesley Snipes says, don't put that in the movie, it's stupid. Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> But he was like, all right, that's the line. And it, like, uh, so, like, uh, in the time that, like, X-Men 1 was made, Brian Singer hadn't won his Oscar yet for uh, Unusual Suspects. Did you know there were scenes in that Blade movie where he refused to open his eyes? They had to CG open eyes onto his on him in post. Okay. Yeah, he just wouldn't open his eyes. But he had su- sunglasses on the majority of the movie. Uh, no way. <laughs> all right, back to the story. Like all the cast members were relatively unknown. Halle Berry was a thing, but not the thing that she was. If she hadn't done like a like big budget movies like uh, centered around her yet. Yeah. All right. The guy that they got to play Wolverine was an unknown from Australia who went on to skyrocket after this uh, role to be, like, which, by the way, I think the person telling the story didn't like Hugh Jackman just because it's like he thinks he's God's gift to, like, the world. Uh, it was his actual, I'm quoting the, the person telling the story. Uh, so by the time Fox comes around and has to make the movie, they lose their director that, uh, whatever, they're contracted to make a third movie, which, by the way, uh, like, uh, like they didn't con- like they were contracted to make a third movie, but they didn't mention anything about salary. So everyone's asking for a shit ton of more money now. Uh, they lose the director. Uh, Brian Singer goes off into Superman, takes uh, uh, James Marsden with him. Is that Superman Returns? Yeah. Like he should have stuck with X Men, if you ask me. But like if I don't know, if you get X-Men offered, was good. If you get uh, if you get offered Superman, Superman Returns was not good. Like, yeah, he's just gonna rehash everything Richard Donner did. Uh, like like add maybe one thing to it, which no one really liked. He gave us some memes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the uh, so. It, it, either way, did Deadpool three announcement? Yes. And how it completely just overshadowed every other Marvel announcement. Yeah. It's so sad. Because... You have Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman sitting in somebody's living room. And that is the biggest thing to happen to Marvel uh, in years. Well, to be honest with you, the fact that they got Hugh Jackman... Again, like, yeah. Like, again? Yeah. Like, I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, it's because... not going to top Logan, I can tell you that. Who knows? I, I'm going... Logan was a great movie. Logan was a great movie. Like it's I'm going to bet that Deadpool 3 is not rated R. If it's not rated R, Marvel can just, like, go fuck themselves. It's yeah. Like, I... So... I think Marvel that they're, to, they're going to stick with the, the, the line or not say anything at all about yep. what it's going to be rated all the way up until the first trailer comes out. Maybe even the second or third trailer. But And then at that point, whatever doesn't matter what they say. Did you watch the Christmas cut version of uh, Deadpool? I did not. Like, like, don't get me wrong. They had some dark things in there. Like, j- j- like that was them trying to prove, hey, Disney, uh, don't get rid of us. So, like, we can actually like do PG-13 and still Which be us. Which was really, really stupid, and I hated that. Uh, yeah, but... Especially after they told the 12-year-old to go fuck himself. Oh, yeah. But the, uh, uh, so... They won a lot of points with me when they told that child you to go what, fuck you know, himself. You know what 
what I really a whore. You know what I watched the other night? Uh, it's an older movie now, but The Good Guys with like uh, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Like they're like the '70s detectives, private eyes, uh, fixer guys. I think it was a Shane Black movie. I know movie. what it is. Okay, it's like old old L.A. and like there's this one girl that was in a porn movie that they're trying to track down. For, I didn't see it. Oh well, anyway, it had something that I, I really wish happened to a main character. Is like you know when like um, uh, Goodfellas. Yeah. The guys uh, Ray Liotta is calling the babysitter. Is like call, but not from the house. Do not call from the house. Do not call from the house. Hangs up with him. Fine, I won't call from the house. Picks up the phone after she hangs, calls from the house. Well. Uh, like, if that kid, babysitter got shot in the face in Goodfellas, that would have been exponentially a much better, like, uh, thing for me. It's like, it would just scratch that perpetual itch of, like, I want to see these annoying kids get killed in a movie. Because, like, like I think that was the idea behind that scene in, in, in uh, Dress World, where they have the babysitter just die in the most horrific manner. Okay. But she doesn't do anything to earn it. Yeah. She's just kind of standoffish, a little bit. Yeah. And then they just kill her in the most horrifying way. What was she just eating by dinosaurs? No. What? It's like a five-minute scene where she gets picked, like she gets attacked by pterodons, yeah. picked up, flown around, dropped several times. Um, one of the pterodons gets uh, goes into the the water tank. So now she's like going from being attacked by a pterodon and drowning to above water to back underwater to back above water to the pterodon like flying away with her to getting eaten by the big thing. So anyway. Uh, the bat, the good guys. It's it's just this never-ending horrible death scene yeah. that she absolutely does not warrant. You know what I heard the other day that like because I look at comedies the same way I look at horror movies, and it explains so much to me like like what annoys me about horror movies today. Mel Brooks has this like uh, theory of comedy where uh, like drama and comedy are not the same thing. But drama is. You get a paper cut, you're just like, ow. You blow on it, you rub it around, you put some uh, rubbing alcohol on it, ow, that hurts more. And then you put a Band-Aid over it, and you just go about your day, and you have to deal with, oh, I hit it again, ow. Comedy is, uh, you, uh, an old woman just falls down a manhole cover and dies. Like, like the, like, in, into the sewer. That's, like, drama is slow, methodical, goes on. Comedy just happens, and you move on. So, the, uh... The, when it comes to horror movies, they get drawn out. It's like, okay, the, uh, they, like the people we're invested in, like when they're getting chased, they're like, oh, oh god, oh god, this is like, uh, it's getting dramatic, it's getting dramatic. Oh, they got away. Oh, thank god. All right, final girl. Oh shit, there he is again. The, the problem still hasn't been solved. Uh, like they got out of the situation, but like, well, with. Uh, with like movies with small children that are be like, you can be better. 
like, like, like there's a, there's a bunch of them. It happens in TV way more often, where it's just like, like this like annoying child. Uh, it's just like, like you, like you have a soul and all that stuff. Like, like, like whenever they have child uh, characters be Jiminy Cricket to the main characters, I, I just want to see them get kicked in the face. And the, and the good guys had the, the not the main character's daughter, but the best friend that was right there. And by the way, the main character's daughter was like, "Don't go in there! Don't go in there!" Oh, she went in there. Like I have, like whenever someone says that to a kid, I want if I ever get the chance to make a movie, I want to have like a cocaine party where a child walks in and we tell them, "Don't do anything." And I just want to see the child doing lines of coke and just have like you seen Freddy Got Fingered. Yes, the kid in Freddy Got Fingered that keeps hurting himself. Yeah, that is the funniest shit. It's like right there on the line between yep. disturbing yep. and hilarious. Yep. That is, it sounds like everything you want. It, it, yeah, but it's not, it's not what I want because it's not that character. Like, it's kind of that character. Like, it is that character, but like, but like, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I want to see Jiminy Cricket get the shit kicked out of him. Like, like and especially when it's a child. Yeah. Like, like mind you, it's not that I, like, I hate kids. It's just that, like, whenever I see, like, that really annoying child character, like, it's like, it's like, hey, I know you're a, an alcoholic. I know you hurt people for a living, but please don't kill this man that tried to kill me so many times. Like, you could be better than this. It was like, uh, but, but like, I forget, I forget who it was, but like, there was this one movie where it's like, hey, just look over there. And then it's like, bang. And then it's like, what? did you do that? No, somebody else did. It wasn't me, I swear. Like, there was one of those that was just awesome. My, uh, my brother, my little brother, uh, is... Was watching. Uh, we went. We watched all three Lord of the Rings movies. Yep. Extended. All 17 hours. Yeah, all 17. It's like nine. Uh, actually, no. Probably closer to 12. Okay. Uh, not all in one day. But he had never seen the extended versions, and I am fresh off of reading the Silmarillion front to back. How fun was that? Oh my God! It took me months. Well, I was very afraid for the uh, Rings of Power just because I knew Silmarillion was where they were getting the majority of their stuff from. They're not, though. I know. That's what I thought going in. But do you know what they what they actually had the like? Do you know that whole thing? I I know what they said. I don't know what they did. All right. So what so, what I think they were trying to do was uh, what like before all the wizards, before Gandalf, before no, all no. that. No, no. Do you know what they have the rights to? I, they have. I thought they shelled out a billion dollars just for, like, the complete rights. No. So, a billion dollars was for five seasons. Okay. Which is going to be the biggest mistake ever. I don't know. Maybe it ages well. Who knows? No. Maybe they get their shit together in season two. They said stuff about season two. They said season two is going to have a lot more canon lore. How far? That's not very... So, so how? So, <laughs> Hold on. But so what? Uh, what do they have the rights to? So what they have? They don't have the rights to fucking anything. They have the rights to the appendices of the Lord of the Rings. How the fuck are they gonna? The appendix. The thing that lists things. How the fuck are they gonna pull that off? They didn't. No, but like, let's say, let's say they paid two hundred and seventy-five million dollars right, for people, these rights. Let me remind people what Amazon is. <laughs> Amazon is a web hosting company. 
anything they do that loses money on anything but the web hosting company is a write-off for the web hosting company. No. Yes. Hold on. Yeah. No, people have been throwing around this write-off bullshit for a long time. Uh, okay, go ahead. Explain why it's wrong. No, it's not wrong. <laughs> it's not the whole picture. It's not the whole picture. They're actually trying with this. Amazon but has said that if this doesn't do really well, yeah. then that puts Amazon in a in such a harrowing position because of how much money they spent that they'll just axe their entire media division. Wow. This is not done exceedingly well. This is done exceedingly poorly. Did you watch the terminal list at all? No, I hear it's very good. Well, I'm very curious because, like, Chris Pine has been in the Amazon uh, business for, not Chris Pine, Chris um, Pratt, Pratt. Pratt. Sorry, guys. Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth, Chris, Chris. Chris. <laughs> I'd say Tucker, but we all know that's the black guy. Come Chris on now. Tucker. Chris Evans. Chris the, Evans, yeah. be a better example. The four Chris's. No, yeah, the four Chris's. The four Chris's of the apocalypse. <laughs> Which, by the way, did you follow oh any, did you oh follow any no, of the... I want to make a movie now that is the four horses of the apocalypse, and I want to cast Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, and Chris Pine. Did you see uh, The Gray Man while we're no. talking Chris Evans? It, it was a good action movie, but not a great uh, smart movie. Okay. Uh, it's di very different from the books, but it's like it's like uh, an amalgamation of the books. Because right. like I know some people that talk about reading the books that uh, the uh, the Sierra Six book, whatever. Anyway, um, uh, did you um, follow any of the uh, Don't Worry Darling uh, bullshit? I heard about that today. Really? For the first time. And that's it. I heard the name. Okay, so uh, it deals with like it's a movie. Okay. That was supposed to be like Critical Darling going into it. Very on the nose. It's like like it was supposed to be like made for critics. Uh, to win awards. You know what? That's not a thing anymore. Yes, it is. No, 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 no. It is. People can make a movie for that purpose, but nobody gives a shit anymore. You, you, you make this movie for critics, and you make this movie to win awards, and then the awards bring you nothing. If, if, if you win them. If you win them, and but uh, because Hollywood is such an insular community, it matters to them. It does and only them. You, you, you know that people who were streaming the Oscars to yeah. rip on them yeah. were individually pulling more numbers than the Oscars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the way it works. No, no. The Oscars used to be a big thing. The Oscars used to mean something. The Oscars used to be able to sell ads because it had a million fucking eyeballs on it. Well, here, but now nobody watches the Oscars. Here, well, here, nobody cares. No, well, nobody cares, but at the same time, though, uh, there's still people that rip on them. There's also still people that... You can't measure the analytics of the people who rip on the Oscars. I know, but the, it's, it's one of those things where back in the day, you had three channels. And, and like you had the Oscars, you had the Super Bowl, you had the World Series, you had uh, I don't know how many, many events. They were TV events. You said channels, just so you know. I know, but you only had three channels. I I have never only had three channels. I had a t 
back in before the cable, 80s, before cable, I had antenna with a TV with a with no the actual clicker yeah. was like a thing. It was like there was, uh, there was NBC, ten inches, ABC, ten uh, inches CBS. by seven inches there by three, three inches. Hold on, and I had a big clickety clackety yeah. dial on the TV. TV. I had more than three channels. Yeah. It went up to seven. Yeah. I never had three channels. There was three broadcast channels. Fine. So, uh, Johnny Carson wasn't competing with anybody else, like, uh, for the longest time. That's why Johnny Carson was as huge as he was. There nah. wasn't, like, some primetime television show that uh, people were tuning into. There wasn't a streaming channel. There wasn't the internet. There wasn't this. There wasn't I could, that. I could go on and on about the what we lost going from TV to streaming channels. Yeah. But it's not much. It's not much. Uh, and plus, it just changes the way things are approached. Yeah. Like, we're, we're at the dawn of all this stuff. And it's moving quick. Yeah. So I don't think we're at the dawn of anything. Else, I think we're moving through eras at a blinding we pace. We don't need critics to um, uh, determine what's a good movie anymore. Like, like people would read in the newspaper, oh, this critic says two thumbs up. Let's go see it. Uh, like, we have a million critics now, and we have, a, on top of that, we have a million uh, plus Twitter followers that'll just say, oh, that movie sucked. You know what I think is hilarious? Yeah. There's, um, at my work, there's these, these um, there's this married couple. They're in, they're pushing 60s. Yeah. They watch The Critical Drinker. Yeah. And I find that fucking hilarious. My dad has been on YouTube for the last month straight. Yeah. Like, just shorts. He doesn't even watch long videos. Oh, wow. He just scrolls. Somebody actually watches shorts? He watches shorts of World War II history. Like, he's at the stage where he discovers he wants to be into history now. Okay. Like, random facts, because they're short videos, and you can watch a billion of them. So, like, sports. You should watch... Fuck, what's his name now? Um... Crap. He's a great little channel. Um... Keep going. All right, so, uh, like, the Oscars are self-important. Uh, they do, they don't reflect the, the masses. Which, by the way, I was telling somebody the, the other day, like, eventually corporations are going to realize, is, oh, you want to know why, I figured out why people are, like, as woke as they are. Here it is. All right, I found the guy. All right. The, his YouTube channel is The Fat Electrician. Okay. He is a... Marine yeah. electrician or engineer yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Funny as shit. He okay. tells these, it's, he doesn't, I, as far as I know, he doesn't actually make shorts, but his videos are short. And he just talks about different shit in the, in the military. Yeah. And it's the funniest shit ever. Oh, military stories are hilarious. So it's not quite military stories. I, I, but, like, to, just to, like, elaborate yeah, on yeah. that, a buddy of mine is a pilot that flies, um, he flies the big planes, not fighter jets or anything, but the like bombers. No, but like if you the need cargo planes, cargo planes. So uh, the stories that he's told me of just like regular occurrences are hilarious. Has he told you about the big swords? The what now? The Air Force, since it is a relatively new branch of the military, yeah. in a scramble to have its own traditions, yeah. has these big, dumb swords that look like fucking anime swords. 
that look like fucking lightning bolts and shit, and they drag them out for ceremonies, they're the funniest thing ever. Good for them. <laughs> what do you think Space Force is going to do for swords? They're going to watch Star Trek. <laughs> so, all right. What we're, just to explain what I'm going to say, yeah. I, I was thinking about like how like woke as a religion functions. Yeah. And like the majority of the people I would say are woke are also atheists. So I was like, how does that work? What do you mean, how does it work? Like, their new religion just is, doesn't have a deity. I know it doesn't have a deity. Not by their definition. But, by like, anyone but most religions function on uh, telling you what the afterlife is and how to get there. Not really. Not really, but, like, uh, like for purposes of what I'm saying, though, like, this is my thought process. The, oh, I get it now. Like, they keep saying they want to be on the right side of history. Yeah. Like, that's their afterlife. Like, they think that someone's going to write them down in a book, and that book is just going to be passed around, and everyone's going to have to learn about them in history class. They, they worship the social credit school. Yeah. Yeah. Like, once that arrives, they'll be like, oh, my God, it would be perfect. What do you mean, once it arrives? Uh, we have a system right now that's like predates it. No, it's called Twitter. It's where they live, it's and they think that more people live there than there than than do. Yeah. So, nah. but anyway, uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about the award shows and right. like when you're making content for 0.1 percent of the population, and that doesn't fuck with you to begin with. Yeah. Uh, well, no, the, the Oscars just keep getting worse and worse and worse, and they keep getting less and less and less money pumped into them because they are able to push less ads yeah. every year. Yeah. Eventually, we're just not going to... I would. I think we might have two more Oscars. I don't think they're going to cancel the Oscars, but eventually it won't be televised. I don't think we're just going to cancel the Oscars like, oh, fuck it, we're not going to have Oscars. There's going to be a reason. Yeah. We can't have the Oscars this year. Yeah. Because of X reason. It won't be... Uh, and then next year, like, you are just not going to talk about like, it. Have you ever and seen, then we won't have the Oscars Have anymore. you ever seen footage of the technical Oscars? No. Well, they usually record it so that they could have like a two-minute uh, segment on the Oscars itself. It's like, oh, look at all these people that are actually working hard and doing things in uh -huh. film. Like, and like coming up with like new ways to shoot stuff. You're talking about like people behind the scenes? Yeah. Did you hear about Bayonetta? Uh, I know that the Lee, the original voice actress, it was offered. So it's not the original voice actress, it's the dub. Remember, wait, wait, the English is the dub. I know. But she was the. She's Bayonetta in English, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it was that one. All right. So. Yes, that's but what she, we're talking about. Helen has something but, or other. But she got lowballed, uh, and she was like, no, and then please boycott it. Yeah, that was the original video she put out. She said, they offered me a price that was insulting. You, you should boycott because I was not offered a price that I liked. Okay. No, hold on. This is the beginning of the story. Okay, go ahead. So she thinks, just just in the preliminary, this is what I was saying day one. She thinks that because they didn't offer her a lot of money, and in fact lowballed her. Yeah. Which, which is terrible. I think that they should have uh, the same, like, 
relative to how many units they think they're going to move, should offer to the same price. I wouldn't even do that. Oh, I would, like me personally, I would say. I'm working up to something. All right. Yep. So if she had ended it there, uh, I'm not going to be the voice of Bayonetta anymore. This is why. I would have been, that sucks. Yeah. Poor her. I feel for her. Then she said, fuck every single other person working on this game. They shouldn't get paid either. By saying, you should boycott. Okay, uh, fair enough. And then I was like, oh, well, fuck you, cunt. <laughs> and I have been saying, fuck you, cunt. Ever since. Now, the story comes out through, you know, sources, because everybody's under NDA. Even Jenna Hale, what, what's her name? Is that, I, I think, have no I, idea. I think that's who replaced her. I didn't play, I played the original, but I didn't play the second No, Jenna Hale wasn't in, in the original. She's the new voice of Anna. Okay, yeah. Uh, she's like, I'm under NDA. I'm sorry that my appointment is making people upset. I can't really talk about it. It's unfortunate that this is happening. Yeah. Which is probably the best thing she could have said, short of not saying fucking anything. Yeah. And then it comes out through sources yeah. that she was offered four to five thousand dollars. Jenna, uh, uh, Helena, what's her name? Whatever. She was offered four to five thousand dollars a session. A session I know video games take for like an hour. Yeah. So she was actually offered something closer to $15,000. Yeah. Not the 4000 that she claims. Yeah. Now, this is not confirmed, you know, by anything but anonymous sources. Yeah. And the person who reported on the anonymous source is Jason, Jason Schreier, who is uh, way back in the Gamergate yeah. bullshit. Jason Schreier worked for Kotaku, and he said literally anything that he was paid to say. So Jason, Jason, Jason Schreier, yeah. not a good source of information. However, several other people have come out and said, I can confirm this source. Yeah. So I maintain my stance of fuck that cunt. I don't care about the English VAs in Bayonetta. Uh, the original voice actress of Bayonetta is still the original voice actress of uh, still the voice actress of Bayonetta. Let's go something else with Bayonetta three. What? Wasn't there something else with Bayonetta three about? Not that I know. Of. Well, something like maybe it was like the collector's edition was like uh, like super overpriced or something like that. Or, maybe. But uh, platinum is not doing well. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Like I don't. I platinum don't is new. not doing. Babylon's fall. Uh, was out for a year before the servers were shut down. That was their last big game. Ooh. Yeah. That was their last big game Especially the after um, Astral Chain, I think? Couldn't tell you. I think it went Astral Chain, Babylon's Fall. But, alright, so, uh, there was something I wanted to talk about. Uh, 
what else do you have on your list? Anime. Alright, go to anime. Alright, so we talked about Cyberpunk. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. Can't stress that enough. Uh, Chainsaw Man just started. I, I watched the first episode. I watched the first two episodes. I haven't seen the second episode, however, I read the book. I did uh, not read the book. Dude, you are in for such a treat. My, my little brother has read the book. Yeah. I, I was talking to him about the show. I'm like, wow, Power is hilarious. I really like Power. Yeah. And he's like, did you read the manga? I'm like, no. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Yeah, Power is cool. Yep. Uh, uh, it's so... It's weird. Oh, it's I a, like it. it. It's it's super offbeat. Yeah, from what yeah that's, a good, that's a good way to describe it. But the because it's very adult while still being for like kids. Like because I, I look at Shonen as like all right, it's meant for teens and then for everybody. But it's like generally speaking, it has to be kind of acceptable for kids. And the way it's done in the book is. Like, dude, uh, it, it's gonna be if because Mappa it does. Mappa is just great. If Mappa does as good as they did on the first episode, like if there's no real steep second drop episode off, is just good. Okay, uh, then we're. Oh, I was gonna talk about weird CG. First episode has a lot of weird CG. Second episode doesn't. Uh, how would you say weird CG? Like for what? Do you remember the weird CG of when he was fighting the the, the, the devil? Yeah. The devil. Yeah. There's not a, that's that's weird CG. So all right, I don't have a very good opinion on anime CG. Oh. However, this is above average. You want to know? You want to talk about below average for a second? <laughs> like like what? Did you see the second uh, half of um, uh, Standalone Complex uh, for uh, Netflix on Ghost in the Shell? Made by Netflix or just on Netflix? It's no, it's not. It's not the. Because I watch Standalone Complex on Adult Swim. Not, it's not Standalone Complex style anymore. It's all CG now. Oh, you're talking about the one where she has a weird haircut? I, I wouldn't even say that. Like like it's like she's still the same. Like like they updated the look. Like, uh, I didn't see that. It's all right. It's uh, it's not as good as Standalone Complex. If season, I bet. If season one is really good, and season two is okay, like it's a little bit worse off than season two. The, the, the uh, production IG, even though they're really good at what they do, yeah. like it's still them. But uh, as far as I know, it's still them. But they haven't mastered uh, like uh, computer like 3D CG. Right. Like, like they I, take I, a, I haven't seen that one. They, they take advantage of it in certain ago. spots, but like in, like another like overall, like if they had managed to find a way to do this like with the old style, it would have been great because like the like the the depth of the the, the conversation isn't as there as much. However, like there's little things there that it's like oh okay. But the, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, fuck. I don't know, but the CG and the first episode of Chainsaw Man. But Chainsaw Man, uh, like my favorite moment of that was during the zombie fight. It was like, oh, pay that sound editor, uh, sound engineer more. The fact that like like uh, like the RPMs, like at the, the, the peak of the fight, just increase. And you get that. And then with the, like the roar of the chainsaws going, okay. like that, like I was hyped before because I knew what was coming. But when I was like, oh. like that was like peak hype, like a payoff. It didn't really stand out to me, which probably means it was good. But the yeah, 
But uh, so yeah, yeah. I thought I found that the CG in that episode painfully noticeable. However, as far as anime goes, it was above average. Yep. Episode two, far less. Yeah. Right. And I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, I also enjoyed just like I enjoy Denji's origin. I yep. all that's great. But episode two has. I'm reviewing episodes here. It's, yeah. it's, 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 episode two it has all the other characters except for, you know, what's her name? The sad cat dance chick. Sad cat dance. Are you not aware of the sad cat dance meme? Uh, possibly. I may have seen it, but I don't realize it. Uh, I, don't go, I don't hang out in meme forums as much as you do. It's so. just saturating the internet. I don't tell. worry about it. Well, anyway. Uh, what's her name? The, the unfortunate chick. What do you mean, unfortunate? Like, there's power? There's yeah. The, second, the, the third chick. Oh, uh, the one with the eye patch? Does she have an eye patch? I, I'm trying to think of characters that, uh, like... The black-haired chick who, who who's very unfortunate. Black? You just described so many... She's, like, the last character... Okay, you've got... What's his face? I haven't the, seen the second episode right, yet. Right, 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 right. You've got... But you read it. You've got... What's his name? Who has the sword? Who yeah. is who's Denji's partner? Yeah. You've got power. You've yeah. got the red-haired chick in charge. Yeah, Makamu. Then you have the last person in their crew. Oh, oh, like the supervisor lady or something. No, that's the red-haired chick. Okay. I know who you're talking about, but I, I could have sworn she has an eye patch, but I'm not sure. I don't know. She hasn't shown up yet. I, I don't want to spoil anything by discussing characters. No, so. I know her character because of memes. Okay. She is everywhere. I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell you offhand. I need to see the episode. You clearly haven't seen all the memes of her playing DDR. I haven't, no. That's why uh, like, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Did you even read the... All right. Yes. No, no, read the part that far. Did you read, are you caught up on the manga? I, I read the... Uh, I'm, I'm on the second arc. Which is I don't the, know what that means. Uh, the, uh, Chainsaw Man took a hiatus, and uh, the, the guy uh, who wrote it uh, actually came out with... Um, a very highly uh, regarded uh, piece, which was like a one-shot that was like, like, a, like shorter. Like it was like a small novel, yeah, about like two artists that like are like chasing each other. Okay, and it's, and it's very offbeat. I did, like the guy. Did you ever read Fire Punch? No. I haven't read it, but I've, uh, entirely, I've read several chapters of it, like just to get a sense of it, yeah. and uh, that is also extremely offbeat. But I could see why Chainsaw Man succeeded, and that one like uh, was uh, like, a, like a shorter run. But because uh, Chainsaw Man is everything the guy does, but uh, like I think it was Giga, or maybe it was your brother's basement or Super Eye Patch Wolf that did a video on the guy who wrote uh, Chainsaw Man and. Um, like just saying, like the guys, like like there's very few people out there that you call a genius at what they do. This guy might be one of them because he, I think the guy's like 24. Okay. Like he's in his mid 20s and he's on his like fourth book, but he's just getting better and better as he goes along. And like uh, his one shots are as good as his main series, like which is easier but harder because you, like it's like you can be more concise. You you can like you don't have as much opportunity to drop the ball, but. Uh, just like, 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 uh, great reviews okay. of his work. Um, well, I really like Chainsaw Man so far. I haven't read the manga. The show is 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 
hooked me. Yes. It's, it's really good. Other things that I'm watching from this season, which is actually quite a big list. Lum. Uh, I watched one movie uh, from back in the day. Yeah. Was it Beautiful Dreamer? Possibly. Was uh, it about dreams? Most likely, yeah. It was, it's like very repetitive and like, uh, yeah. like in circles they went. I, yeah. I forget who. I think it was a... Um, there's a guest director for a movie, yes. Uh, yeah, I think it was Mamoru Oshii that did the direction for it. I'm not sure. Possibly. I'm not sure, so I can't say for certain, but I've watched that. That is like one, that is like one, not only is that one of the best Lum movies, it's held as like one of the best anime movies. Uh, it, it was very good, but also, uh, I think some people are saying that like the characters are there, but it's like, it's somebody else playing with their toys sort of feeling to it. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, so, uh, good movie, uh, but like that was like you didn't really get to know the characters based off of that movie though. So that was my first exposure to Lum. Yeah. Uh, I watched it on like the anime Sunday or whatever it was on Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. And I absolutely loved it. And much later found Ranma, and then much later rediscovered Lum. So uh, like, how's the new one? Fantastic. Well, speaking of old things, like, like, I, like, what, what's it on uh, before we go? What do you mean? What's the lum on? Is it on Crunchyroll? Is it on? I don't know. I pirated it. Well, anyway, so uh, Amazon Prime has um, the second season of uh, Asha no Joe. It sounds familiar. Uh, it's the anime that Mega uh, Mega Lobox was based off of. Okay. Uh, which it's like a lot of like it's, it's if you look at Asha no Joe like tomorrow's Joe. It's a boxer who's like uh, uh, advancing up in the world. Tomorrow's Joe? Yeah. Ashimo means tomorrow? I want to say that's the translation. Kino. Asha, no Joe. Kino's Journey, the anime. Yeah. I think that means tomorrow's journey. I don't know. I, I know that like there's different uh, words that mean the same thing. Yeah. But uh, it could also mean yesterday. I don't remember. It's so been anyway, a while. Uh, well, it's 1980 animation. Yeah. Not, not 1980s. 1980. Yeah, so yeah. It's like the cutting edge of the 70s uh, packed into uh, the show, and it's not great animation. However, but for what it is, it works so damn well. Uh, the uh, and plus, like, it's the second season. They have the first season summed up in a movie, which was like one of those like abridged uh, before they did abridged. Uh-huh. Uh So, like, there's a lot of things that you miss out, like as far as character goes and like being introduced to people. However, if you watch Megalobox and you're like, "Damn, I really need a good boxing anime right now," and you don't want to start Hajime no Ippo, uh, the uh, I, I recommend that because it's just. Uh, uh, 80s anime that's boxing. Yeah. It's, that's based off of like a, a 50s and 60s manga. And it is just like, uh, like it, it's scratching that itch so much because like there's certain like uh, types of characters we don't get anymore. It's, it's like we don't, we don't get like the kind of characters that uh, 
that like really hard people like they grew up in hard times like not that like we don't have people that are hard times anymore but we don't have like post coming out of a war like 10 years later kind of writers as much as we used to anymore that's kind of what the new lum is like because it's 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 kind of doing the original it's getting the jojo treatment okay where they you you have like many different covers that have color on them yep. that have lum in a variety of different colors and whatnot and lum will shift from color to color in color is a big thing in this new show yep um, they the, the 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 theme song has actual manga panels just throughout it. Yeah. Uh, it and it has that old comedy because yeah. it's doing the manga. Yeah. And it has those old characters doing their doing their thing, and it's just it's not something you're gonna find today. Yeah. It's it's like. It's refreshing just to get, like, because, like, everyone talks about, like, we don't do comedies anymore. We don't do this anymore. Well, who, who says we don't do comedies anymore? In anime? Uh, comedians. Oh, of course they say that. Like, like, what was the last great comedy movie you saw, like, from Hollywood? Bullet, bullet Train. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Right there. It took Brad Pitt, like, an action movie, the people from Deadpool 2, to come together and do a really good uh, comedy. Which, yeah. by the way, like, it is, but, like... You can probably tell that I haven't seen many movies lately. I saw Bullet Train, and, um... I don't remember. Yeah, so, uh... The... Like, uh... But then again, comedians are... You, you almost like want to say, oh, go sit down and, and like write some jokes in your book and like shut the fuck up. Like uh, sometimes, just because the uh, it's like, oh man, I couldn't be an actor. It's like just like uh, hang around, like just wait for someone to tell me what to do. I was like, have you heard Gabriel Iglesias' bit about when he was in Magic Mike? Uh, that he had to take a shit and he saw uh, Matthew McConaughey's dick. I mean, yeah, that's the one. Okay, that whole. If you're a comedian, you can be in movies. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's just nobody wants you in a movie. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, any actor could do your lines, literally. Like, like, like No, uh, I'm saying that there are comedians in movies. Yeah. People wanted them in the movie. Yeah. People wanted Gabriel Iglesias specifically. Yeah. With no interview. It's like, get me fluffy. Yeah, yeah. The people like, who are complaining about not getting in movies are the or couldn't be an actor, just aren't getting those calls, and they're bitter about it. Nine times out of ten. I, I'll, I'll say this on, out loud: Joe Rogan is the tenth guy. <laughs> like Joe Rogan said, uh, the director said, "Hey, we need to do that again." He's like, "Nah, I think we got it. We're good." Joe Rogan on news radio is still my favorite thing ever. Oh, he's like, they wrote the show. The, like, the, like not the show around him, but every character was written to their strengths. And then you have a guy like Dave Foley, who, like, is just like, like, uh, if the producers and the writer and the who's ever in charge says, Dave, you ran like Kids in the Hall for how many years? You, you think we could do a better job of this? Yeah, just do this, this, and this. All right, that's what we're doing. <laughs> that's why news radio is like one of the greatest sitcoms that no one talks about. God. It, and it has, it has, uh, 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 um, Dave Hartman. 
Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman. Like the, the comedy. Uh, like, Phil Hartman is, is great in that show, like, and it has Andy Dick yeah. restrained. Yep. It has Andy Dick before he went absolutely batshit crazy, uh, and be- it just has before he, he relapsed. Before, yeah. No, uh, no, he was on cocaine during the making of the show. That's how Phil Hartman died. No, well, yeah. Because uh, John Lovitz, uh, to this day, I I don't know if it's about to this day, but I read that John probably Lovitz, to this day. John Lovitz blames because John Lovitz, like, um, you know how like some people have like their champions. Like, like, uh, like. All right, that, that's my guy. Like, I, like that guy. Like, cause uh, John Lovitz, like, uh, kind of worked with Phil Hartman on Saturday Night Live, and yeah, yeah. Uh, like got they were like friends. they were friends. It got like the start to like after Phil Hartman, but like, diff- like the way that John Lovitz talks about Phil Hartman, like in interviews, is like, oh my God, like that was his guy. Like, yeah. Like, uh, like, cause like the people that give you a break and like that work with you and all that stuff, like. Like champions. I remember the last episode of News Radio when John Lovitz is like, I've been hiding my true voice this whole time because yeah. I thought it would cause issues. <laughs> and um, uh, Dave Foley is like, just let it out, man. You can't be that weird. And they play an old voice clip of 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 uh, of. of Phil Hartman? Phil Hartman. He's like, Dave, I can't thank you enough. And Dave's like, backing away. He's like, what the hell? And that was that was the funniest shit. That so, was a good way to end the yeah, show. Yeah. So, uh, but John Lovitz, like, because Andy Dick did cocaine with Phil Hartman's wife. Yeah. And I mean, you say he probably still like, blames Andy Dick to this day. Absolutely. Because it was Andy Dick's fault. Yes. <laughs> But I don't, I mean, it's not entirely like like it was entirely it's, his fault. It's it's not like uh, like Andy Dick handed her the gun and uh, no, he handed her what was it PCP? Cocaine, I think. Whatever. But allegedly, like I don't know. But the uh, it's like one of those things. Like uh, like uh, one of the comedians I uh, listen to is Bert Kreischer. Who? Bert Kreischer, the Machine. Uh, Got involved with Russian Mafia at the age of 22. Okay. Always performed shirtless. No, I don't know. All right. Well, I, the, the way I don't know the cat meme, like uh, Bert Kreischer is pretty, like like relatively well, Bert big. Bert not. He's not all he's over not the internet. Saturating the internet. Uh, you can make the argument a little bit that he is, no. but uh, no. No, no, not to the extent of the sad cat. Me. Not you the sad don't cat. understand. Okay. Anyway, so like, uh, there, Bert Kreischer and his kids have a interesting, like, very good. Like, he wasn't. He's not around as much as he would like to be. Like, he's very hard on himself for being like a providing dad. That, and also, like, at a certain point, like, like once you make it, your kids say, "Hey, dad, we're we're off to college. Like, like you don't have to work as hard as you do. To, like, you're doing it for you." But anyway, so his one daughter like the door on him it was like hey you can't get into the house you can't get into the house so he runs around the house and as his daughter is about to lock the door he trips and hits his head on uh like a like a house plant like a like the you know like the ceramic pot that they're in well the uh like everyone's talking about it the next day because they got it on the ring cameras they're like oh you fell <laughs> then they see the video it's like oh shit you fell and the uh like at, like like part of it was like he was like, oh man, my, and she was really shooken up. Like she was gonna blame herself, and it was like it wasn't her fault. And I was like, I was like, you're right. However, 
when you play that like what if game in your head, it's like, if I hadn't been this, if I hadn't done that, dad would still be assuming he died or whatever. He tripped. He tripped. But it was like it, he didn't give it, he didn't it, give it, the little girl PCP. It, yeah, it, it wouldn't. Uh, you would have been to blame, but it wouldn't have been your fault. No, here's, like, here's the difference. You've done something horrible yep. that led to something horrible, yep. as opposed to you've done something yeah. that's led to something horrible. Yeah. I think Andy Dick is like three degrees away. Like, he did something that led to something horrible, that led to something horrible, that led to something horrible. No, he did something horrible because, that led to something horrible. Yeah, well, it's, it's all one thing, but, like... Anyway. Like, 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 maybe Andy Dick doesn't give her cocaine. Maybe they don't get a divorce as soon as possible uh, afterwards. Because that was the other thing, too. I think Phil Hartman took her back in the middle of the divorce or something like that. Or yeah. I don't know. I don't know the exact details. Like, it's a little bit, like, like I, I wasn't going to. If wa- he was alive today, we'd be making Brendan Fraser memes about it. We'd be making what now? Brendan Fraser. What's, what's up with Brendan Fraser? Nothing anymore. Yeah, I know. But, like, like if he was alive alive today what are we talking about now no if Phil Hartman was alive today we'd be making Brendan Fraser memes about it but he would be just fat like right uh, I haven't seen any you, Brendan Fraser memes it's not a new meme it's the sad Brendan Fraser meme of him like sitting on the bathroom floor with, like, uh, sad eyes dude like don't me, worry about it like I my retention of memes is <laughs> like, like I, 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 the only one I even saved, like, uh, like it was I don't just save memes. I, no, but the only one I saved it wasn't even a meme. It was, um, you know that, uh, like uh, Dagobah or something or Bang On or something. You know when like anime where like uh, a guy will just like bang on top of the wall, make a loud noise, and just like oh, ka- Kabedon. Yeah, Kabedon. That's the noise that that makes. I, I searched uh, like uh, that meme that's been going around just to know what it was. Alright. That's not new. I know it's not new, All but right. I didn't know what it was. Alright. So like it's the sound effect. Kabe Don. Yeah, well I so there was a cartoon that a uh, newspaper put out of um, how to uh, uh, resist that. So it was just like this anime girl just attacking the person that was doing the Kabe Don, where it's just like where it's like closing in. It's like throat punches, chest punches, uh, like ne- like neck chops. This is in a newspaper. Uh, here, let me f- uh, find it for you. Uh, okay, and. That. Ah, here we go. This right here. This is the cartoon that I was uh, telling you about. This was in a newspaper because I think they took it seriously. Uh, what you should do, but that is the uh, artist handle right there, I believe. Okay. Okay. Well, whatever. I found this hilarious. This is why I saved it. Okay. So, anyway, uh, where did I go? Well, anyway, so what else is on that list? 
Uh, other other things on the list besides Lum. By the way, Lum is a is really good so far. Yeah. Uh, other things are there's the new Mobile Suit Gundam, the uh, Witch of Mercury, Witch uh, from Mercury. Any good? I don't particularly like Gundam. How, how many episodes it. is it gonna be? Probably 12 or 13. If it's 12 or 13, maybe I'll check it out because I, 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 I'm I don't still really watching the original Mobile Suit Gundam from 1978. Jeez. Like I, I just put it down. I haven't picked it up lately. So this is this is this is not like I know people who watch Gundam religiously. Yeah. They could tell you what what era this is. I can't. I looked into the timelines of Gundam just to see uh, like if it was all one thing. I know that there's like uh, different uh, universes. Like because I think sure. like G Gundam was a, a different than the the I don't know Hundred Years War like arc that they had going on for a while. I I think this is a little more mainline than the goofy ones. I don't mind the goofy ones, but they're not like they're quote unquote canon. They're not canon, but still, G Gundam. I mean, it's it's not the perfect anime show. I don't show. know what G Gundam is. All right, you ever see the anime where like uh, people just get wrapped up? Like uh, it was basically uh, like nerd bait for when the female characters just got wrapped up. Or is, the, is that the one with the horse pilots a Gundam? I don't know about that, but possibly. It's like it, the it's like the latex, right? I wouldn't be surprised if there was a horse in the Gundam suit. Yeah, I, I, I'm familiar with G Gundam now. Okay. Yeah. But no, uh, Witcher Mercury, it's it's pretty good. I like the characters. They're hard to like at first, but get past episode one and they grow on you. All right. Uh, might as well touch on this because it's a big uh, topic. You following any of the Kanye stuff? No. Because there's been a lot of reverberations in interesting spots. Okay. So, Kanye, uh, do you know what Drink Champs is? No. Okay. Uh, Nori is a rapper from back in the day. Him and four Jewish guys uh, like run a podcast uh, called Drink Champs. And the co-host is Jewish and the, like, the producers and all that. Like, the guys in there, they're helping out. Uh, Kanye West is having an episode. And the problem is Kanye West is sane enough to know what he's doing but like crazy enough to think he can get away with it. Uh, so he's everyone knows he's bipolar and he has like certain issues going on. Uh, and right, like like plus everyone has like a limited understanding of what like the like the, the, the what happens is. The best way I've heard it described is this is what I'm going on is that people enjoy getting a rise out of people. Uh, to like uh, pick a fight, uh -huh. so Kanye decided he's going to pick a fight with the third rail that uh, everyone like. Because you know how like every, like everyone like tried to make Nazi a thing like post World War II, where it's like he's being a Nazi or whatever, like to the point where it's like they just overused it too much. Well, guess what? When you're actually being like uh, like Nazi talking points, guess what? That still holds up pretty much because he was like. Uh, the Jews run the media, uh, and then they're conspiring. Uh, they own you and all that stuff, and just like went on this tirade in multiple places, and only one spot actually aired it, which was Drink Champs, because like they were having a conversation, but at the same time though, they didn't realize what conversation they were having. Because in the middle of the conversation, it's like, all right, we don't want him to leave because he wants, he wants him to speak his mind. We respect him. He, we've known him for 20 years. 
Uh, but we're going to talk about it. But the problem is, though, they didn't do enough. So then it becomes like uh, like uh, right wing talking points. And then uh, it's like, oh man, he's just repeating uh, what Candace Owens told him to say, or uh, what have you, or Ben Shapiro said. Uh, and then, mind you, before this, in the same interview, uh, he also said George Floyd uh, died of a fentanyl, uh, not uh, having a guy stand on his neck for uh, uh, nine minutes. Then, before that, he wore a White Lives Matter shirt to a fashion show. So, he managed to piss off black people, Jewish people, and, uh, like, everybody that's like, doesn't want to get caught in between. Then, uh, our boy Ethan Klein, uh, decided to... Oh boy, the story has taken a turn. Decided to put himself in there, because he, like, he's, like, super, uh, liberal. It was like, man, like, he said this out loud on his channel during a stream live. Uh, to which his, like, his, his guys in the booth were like, Ethan, shut the fuck up. To which he doubled down. He said, uh, like, if, uh... If the people that uh, Kanye wants to be in power, like, round up all the Jews, I hope, like, Ben Shapiro is first. Like, he said that out loud, to which, don't, the, you said the exact same goddamn thing Kanye just said. Like, and, <laughs> so, you fucking idiot. Uh, mind you, I'm paraphrasing a lot of things. And Why would over. you want Ben Shapiro to be first? His wife is a doctor. Well, then, then like, uh, so in the middle of part, of part of what Kanye said to get him in trouble in the first place is like, I can't be anti-Semitic. Black people are uh, from Israel. Like, like, he's repeating a black Israelite uh, thing. And he's just like taking swings at everybody. That one, that one sounds like a joke. Yeah. But he believes it. I don't know about that. No, he believes, I've, he believes I've, it enough. I've seen Kanye West talk about shit, and I've seen breakdowns of, of, of breakdowns. Yeah. He, uh, but that, that's his problem. He has enough money to do things. And whether people tell him, hey, don't do this, he's like, fuck you, I'm a billionaire. I can, uh -huh. So it's like the line from Captain America. It's like, the sanity of his plan is inconsequential. He has the means to do it. What Captain America is that from? The first one. Uh, it's uh, uh, that one... Uh, the, the one uh, scientist, the, the German scientist that they capture, Tommy Lee Jones is interviewing him. It's like, like he's going to blow up the entire world. Uh, talking about the Red Skull. All right. Tommy Lee Jones, isn't that a little crazy? And he's like, the sanity of the plan doesn't matter. He has the means to do it. Okay. All right, that sounds a little more familiar. So, like, Kanye has enough people where if he says, build me a city, he has enough people that go, well, we have contractors on the line. How do you, when do you want to start? Like, that's what, he has that power. Like, uh -huh. he doesn't have, like, unlimited resources. And the more he goes on, the more people are just like, hey, the people you're fucking with, like, we're not going to be the, the, the brand that's associated with the guy that's, like, uh, that you're uh, going after. So, because uh, it worked out so well for Mel Gibson uh, in a drunken tirade that he was like, like, I'm just going to see how far I can push this. And the other thing, too, is, like, you have, like, people that know him. Um, 
like Charlemagne the God came out and like it was like uh, he, a radio host for uh, 105.1 in New York. But he also has like Comedy Central shows. He has podcasts. He has a whole bunch of things. He was like Kanye should not be. Which mind you, this is where the free speech comes in. Kanye should not be platformed to say these things. Uh huh. Which he should be. Yeah. However. Part of free speech is the consequence of, hey man, you're talking this shit, we're not a part of this. We're not a part of you, we're not doing business with you. So his bank is telling him, uh, we're not doing business with you anymore, here's your money. And one guy said it perfectly. <laughs> Can you imagine if uh, uh, JD Power, or whatever bank he uses, Bank of America, backs up a truck of $100 million in pennies to Kanye's front door? Like, the multiple trucks that would be, uh, I don't know how, like, how many tons of pennies that would be, just to have him to go to another bank, I'd be like, I have all these pennies I need to cash in, do you guys uh, deposit this for me? They're like, no. It's like, like, you imagine, like no one's going to give him a dollar, like, just, like, the, the, like that as a joke from a bank. Like, I know it's not going to happen, but the, uh, but, like, uh, his brand. It's also not a very funny joke. It kind of is, though. No, because the bank can do that to anybody. Oh, they can do that to anybody. And the banks that, but, that uh, can blacklist you it's from it's banks yep, includes you from, you know, participating in society. Oh, I know. Like, so but, banks doing this to anybody is kind of a Orwellian horror story. It is. However, the funny part would be the pennies. No. Like, yes. No. If you owe pennies, somebody money and, like, and they keep asking you for it, like, let's say it's $20. That $20 in pennies is a pillowcase full of pennies. And then they will beat you to death with it if uh, they have the inclination to. Like, I'm not saying that him getting his, uh, like, money returned to him is good because it's like, uh, it's like that one episode of Black Mirror where you just get banned from society. You get blocked. Yeah. Like, everyone sees you as the red. Uh, this like, is the social credit score. That's that the social credit about. score. Yeah. Oh, no. But... The like, like people have a like a right to do business with whoever they want. Like it happened to Alex Jones, which by the way, like Alex Jones, uh, like he was the first one. Like, like credit card companies were saying out loud, we're not accept, we're not processing this guy's payments. Oh yeah, it happened. It happened to people way before Alex Jones. It's happened to plenty of people. It's it's supposed to happen to terrorists. Like, uh, like let's say uh, um, it happened to uh, you know. Dick Masterson. Uh, I know the name. Remind me what he went for. Uh, he does a po he does a podcast called The Dick Show. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you've talked about him before. Yeah, he can't get the processing. Yep. Like they're like like it's a freedom of speech matter, but it's also a private business matter. Not when you are the commons. Uh, and the commons here is in commerce. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's so, so we have several large banks that control all of the money. Which, by and the way, goes back to Kanye's point. Yeah. Which, it does, you, doesn't it? It does. Which is people, like, I was listening to a podcast where a guy was like, like, hey, man, how do you feel about this, like, as a Jewish American or whatever? And then the guy basically says, he's right. We got Jewish people in banks. We got, like, the Jews created Hollywood. They 
they made it when it was nothing. And they I brought, couldn't care less who was running the banks. I know. It's the banks being the issue. Yeah, well, the... But it was like one of the funniest things because it took them half an hour of them just like going back and forth to be like, hey man, I don't think you realize what you're saying because like, like you're, because the whole point they were trying to make is like, you don't other people, like you don't turn people into others because that's the first step to dehumanization because when they're, when they're not human, when you do something really bad to them, it doesn't count to you because they're not human. And that's the whole po like point of like, you're supposed to... I, I don't, like him getting it's cut off immoral. by his, his one bank is kind of unethical, but the like, the, but the the other thing too was uh, uh, just like the rhetoric that the one guy on the podcast who was Jewish was saying. It was like it took him half an hour of just like four comedians. Just like pointing out all the things that he's saying, and how it's like, hey man, if a non-Jewish person was saying the things that you were saying, you would be Kanye, yeah. like right now. <laughs> and the it's 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 a really important issue because of what we're talking about, like right now, in terms of you don't want that social credit score, you don't, which we kind of have it right now. You have your social security number, if you, you have your credit to, score. If you stick out too much and enough people complain, yeah. you could be denied the ability to do business oh, period not like it doesn't even have to be that much like do you know how many like uh like models i follow on instagram that no. complain about paypal paypal's fuck paypal i can see why yeah yeah like, the amount of times that like they've told a business no which mind you like it's like paypal is horrible and nobody should use it yeah I'm, I'm too ingrained. Like, like I, I, I my, easily get out. I could get out from it. Like, nothing would stop me. Like, but, uh, but it's just a matter of. I think the point of PayPal, it, it, it no longer serves a function. No, I think they have competitors. Like yes. Like like you, you, we have all, back in the day, PayPal but, was like this new revolutionary thing for like the common person on eBay yep. to safely like yep. do uh, business with yep. people. Yeah. But now it's really not necessary, and it's horrible. Horrible enough, yeah. Like to certain groups of people, and sure. Like mind you, like I've never like like. I've never been so affected by a movement where, like, I'm like, yep, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm stop doing what they're doing uh, because they tell me to, or like, uh, like, I still listen to Kanye music. Hell, I still listen to R. Kelly music. I don't like, like Kanye music. I like dude, one Kanye song. Not every, one. not every album, but like, uh, like Black Skinhead. Which, by the way, maybe he's been telling us all along that, that this is what he really believes. Like, he named his album Black Skinhead, uh, which was uh, pretty good. He this was good, uh, but he's always had that. But the Charlemagne, back to us point, uh, gonna say though, part of the reason why um, Charlemagne went at uh, Pete Davidson as much as he did, like uh, Kanye went after Pete Davidson because he was fucking his wife, even though they were in the middle of divorce. Uh, it's like, how are you gonna let a man, a white man with a 10 inch penis, fuck my wife? It's like, she's not your wife anymore, man. Dude, how are we gonna let a white man with a 10 inch penis cut my wife? She's not your wife. It's like, <coughs> it's what, like, the, the reason why he went as hard as he did, and plus, like, kudos to Pete Davidson for, like, 
like the level of shade just like wearing whatever he wore the Carhartt uh, suit to uh, the award show that Kanye wore that, that's what Kanye does he wore the what a Carhartt suit I don't know what that means Carhartt you know it's like that workers uniform like no. the, the jackets the oh. overalls alright he just wore one well, anyway a jumpsuit oh, yeah work, work suit all that like anyway uh it's a very, in terms of like, like between like Alex Jones getting hit with a billion dollars and Kanye, what he's dealing with right now, like because I looked into it, like uh, when other people like pointed this out in Texas, let's say you get uh, uh, hit with like you have to like the the penalty is fifty million dollars. Well, there's a cap on the amount of penalties. All he's on the hook for is for five. Okay. In Connecticut, where the, like the the parents of the Newtown kids uh, sued him. Newtown. Newtown, Connecticut, or Sandy Hook. Okay. Uh, there's no cap, so that full billing, he might be on the hook for for. Okay. And then see people are like, he doesn't have a billion dollars. They can tell him to go. Uh, they can garnish your wages. Like if you're a business owner, like they'll figure out a way to get that money if it's a billion. It's like, like, like whatever he's paying to like alimony and all that. Maybe it's half of that, or maybe it's like on top of that. But I don't think they can touch his alimony payments. That is a no. But like he's already been divorced, so he's got whatever like that setup. If if he's done or not or whatever, like he's gonna have alimony and uh, like a billion dollars of alimony going forward, possibly. I don't know. But the, I know very little about all of these things. It's very socially relevant because uh, the, what we were talking about before, if you stick out enough, they come to get you. Oh, yeah, no, the thing with Alex Jones that was horrifying already happened when yeah. he was just deplatformed from literally everything. The things that I've been hearing Not, recent, recently about his, his, his lawsuits is that he made a lot of shit worse by being dumb. His lawyers really fucked him over. Okay. Uh, and also, like you know when like uh, like he turned over his emails just to like uh, like you know when you're uh, popular enough, like people start sending you shit. Like it's like here, check this out or whatever. Okay. But they're crazy. Sure. Well, his emails like his inbox had like uh, child porn in it at one point. And has a what? Child porn. Oh. So the but. It wasn't like his, like it was in his email, but like when you get sent a million emails a day yeah. by crazy people. It doesn't have to be crazy people. I'm sure a lot of people have that. Well, let's say he let's say he has ten million emails a day and ten percent of them are crazy people. That's a million emails a day. Well it just has, it just takes one person oh, yeah. with the CP sending it to people. Yeah. And like like it's like like I don't know if like it was in my spam folder as like a like a great uh, defense against that. So I didn't check my spam folder. I didn't realize it was in there. Yeah. All right. What else is on your list? Uh, Bleach came back. Don't care. I've seen so many people talking about it, but like, have you? Uh, enough people that like are uh, like making YouTube videos about it, or 
Like, I don't go on forums. So if people are making content about it, I see the content, maybe. But I mean, I don't go on forums either. I don't know where you get your stuff then. I mean, Discord. well, that's a forum. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. It's people get together and post stuff. That is a it's forum. It's instant messenger. In a forum setting where people are like... It's are, not in a forum setting. It's, is your text messages a forum? If it's a dedicated server, yes. No, if you if you have a group chat, that is a forum. If you have three, no, it is not a forum. That is a forum. It is not. That is a private forum. That is no. That is a forum. No. It is a discussion of like whatever the topic is. That is a forum. I don't go to forums. <laughs> I own them. So, um, bleach is kind of. I mean. If you, did you, are they doing you, the last arc or the, the last arc? You didn't read Bleach, did you? Uh, I, I read the last chapter and I read uh, like the start of the last arc. I didn't read the whole last arc. All right, it's it's funny. I like it. I'm gonna keep watching it. Yeah. It's Bleach. Okay. But it's like is it like year 2020 quality or is it like 2006 quality? Like, what is the quality of Bleach? Did like, someone just, uh, like, magically insert backgrounds into this, or...? No, the anime always did that. I know they did that, but, like... But, so, well... That was a joke. Funny, no, well, hold on. All right. They do go to Hukumondo first. Yeah. Which is the no backgrounds place. Yeah. So, it's kind of funny. All right. Anyway, I, I like it enough so that I'm going to keep watching it. If you don't give a shit about Bleach... It might interest you with the, with, with the fight scenes, but it's treating it like its own thing. All right. Um, other things that I'm just kind of watching are uh, Futoku no Guild, which has an uncensored version. What's the name of the show again? Futoku no Guild. A.K.A. Immoral Guild. No, I haven't heard it. No, probably not. It's funny. Okay. Uh, it's about a... Uh, so if you imagine like uh, kind of like an RPG yeah. uh, town. Is, it, is this an isekai? No. Because there was... Shockingly. Because there was a couple of... Is, not isekai. There's a lot of isekais. And there's a lot of isekais in general, but like there was... Uh, I don't know if these were isekais or not, but... Um, the uh, 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 like what was it the, the medi- like in girls of another world or monster girls of another world examiner oh oh um, isekai review or not it's not isekai um, was it an isekai reviewers or? it's not an isekai okay so it was just a fantasy I, it's, one. I forget what it's called it's not isekai review that's that's wrong but there was like a couple that were like that where it was like yeah was, well there was that one it was, it was like uh, like harem reviewer or something reviewers something or other yeah um, there was uh, there are a couple things like that that got by the censors for like two episodes yeah. and then got banned from everything yeah. people realized what it was yeah um, then after that there was uh, Redo of Healer yep which is uh, it, kind, it kind of if there was goodwill for that kind of show there isn't now no yeah um, this is more like reviewers except it doesn't have brothels okay that's about the only difference it's funny it's okay. got this um 
uh, a ranger yeah. who he, he's been taught to be an assassin yeah. his entire life and he never got a chance to go to school and mingle and have a social life and now he's 22 yeah. and he's like I have I've never had a relationship I'm gonna quit and go to college yeah. and the guild girl she's like please no you're the only competent person we have yep please train this one girl okay and the one girl is incompetent like seriously hilariously incompetent yeah and then he's like I'm gonna quit and she's like please no here's another girl to train yep and she's like a healer yep and she she's like a genius and uh, like the best in her class and he got jumped forward and she heals the the first chick who is a um, she's like a monk like, yeah. like a martial artist she heals the chick and she's like wow that was really effective you're a good healer yep. and she's like yeah I'll send you an invoice <laughs> so she's they, they can't use her because she charges you for every healing spell <laughs> And then he goes back and he's like, I can't handle all of these girls. They're all terrible. I'm gonna quit. Yeah. I'm, I'm skipping a lot. But the... the, the, the is this one episode or is this a, like... This over? is like two or three episodes. Okay. Um, so it, it's, it's... There is an uncensored version <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> and it's not like reviewers. Okay. It's just called causing him immense mental stress. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. I like it. Uh, I was watching Midnight Club on Netflix. I don't know what that is. All right. Do you watch any of the Mike Flanagan stuff? No. All right. Uh, if you want like good television, like like the, I know that's like a little bit of an oxymoron. It's okay. Uh, he, he does really good horror. Uh, he doesn't necessarily like hit it out of the park every time, but every year he gets like one or two shows from Netflix, and yeah. he, he like brings back like he works with the same actors repeatedly. He'll write things for people, so like great rapport. Like uh, he, the first episode really makes fun of jump scares. Like, 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 there's plenty of jump scares that are in the story, but, like, it centers on, like, these kids that tell stories around a campfire at night. It's not a campfire, but still. Uh, like, and he just has, like, 20 goddamn jump scares, and just, like, like, I don't know if you're making fun of this, or, like, if you're not self-aware. Like, like, the number of jump scares that are in there, because the, the, the person telling the story, it's like, okay, this works, uh, but the, uh, it was just like, like this is, like, I think this is him having a sense of humor, like episode one. But the, uh, I haven't finished watching it. Uh, should I even mention sports to you at all, or? I mean, you can. I won't have anything to say. All right, Yankees are gonna are sucking. Uh, so unless they come back from down to nothing. Uh, anyway, uh, that's baseball. Um, <laughs> 
What's the next thing you're looking forward to? Me? Anything. Like movies, TV, games? Dark Tide. Which is? You know Vermintide? No. You know Left 4 Dead? Yes. Okay. They came out with a, sh a game called, not not the, not, not Valve, um, Fat Shark. Came out with a Warhammer game yeah. called Vermintide. Right. That's about uh, the Skaven for Warhammer Fantasy. Uh, and you, you, you left for dead your way through a whole bunch of missions uh -huh. um, with a bunch of uh, characters that you can pick from, much like Left 4 Dead. What was the last Valve game? The last Valve game. I feel like they Half Life Alex. Was that their answer to Half Life 3 or. No. They threw away the script for Half Life 3. Okay, because that. Uh, Half Life Alex was the VR one. Okay. Yeah. All right. But um, so Vermintide was Warhammer Fantasy. Then they made Vermintide Two. Yeah. Um, and now they're coming out with Darktide. Yeah. And Darktide is Warhammer 40k. Okay. And it has created character. All right. And I really like it because they, they they came out with like um, the semi-closed beta. Yeah. Where all you had to do was request beta access. Yeah. Just hit a button on Steam and you got in like an hour later. Nice. Uh, that ended though, and I didn't realize that it was going to end. Yeah. And now I can't play it again until November. Did you get to keep your original character? I mean, probably. All right. All right, man. Uh, anything you want to close on? I'm, uh, I'm draining here. Um. Another two anime. Which ones? So, they're both isekai. Okay. Uh, there's one where a guy is reincarnated as a sword. Are they, uh, like, hitting the bottom of the barrel for ideas now? These or? are just making fun of isekai. I know, but, like, like it usually goes, all right, we're taking this seriously, then we're making fun of it. And then well, it's, it's going to be dead for a little while, then we're going to take it seriously so, again so with you, a revival. You have your serious isekai. Has there been an isekai revival yet? This is the isekai revival. Really? All of these isekai are the... Do you know that isekai have been a thing forever? Yes, but we didn't We didn't have to call it a genre, though. Yes, because, because isekai means trapped in another world. I know, but like uh, it, it's literally in another world. Alice it, in Wonderland is an isekai. Bleach is an isekai. No, it's not. Yu Yu Hakusho is an isekai. No, it's not. Yes, it is. There's been... They're not trapped in another world. They, they, literally, they literally don't meet the quali one qualification for an isekai. Inuyasha is an isekai. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Escaplone is an isekai. Escaplone is like one of the <laughs> oldest that I know. It's like it's the 90s one, so... Yes. Well, anyway, so... Um, but uh, well, but well, back to what I was saying before. Like, just like, clear up my statement. Well, no, so hold on. Because, like, spaghetti westerns like, like, t uh, was like the... Like the revival of the Western after, like, bear in mind, like, like the 70s Westerns were the spaghetti Westerns. Like, then the 60s, like, the Westerns, like, they didn't die off, but, like, they kind of, like, went low. Then you had, like, the 40s and 50s where it was like, all right, we have people that remember being a cowboy back in the day. So. Razor Fist is a fantastic video about Westerns. Okay, I haven't seen it. But same thing with like the, the zombie genre, where it's like, all right, serious, serious, serious. All right, uh, we're kind of making fun of it, dead. All right, then Walking Dead. Oh, then the cycle starts up again. Serious, yeah. serious, serious, making fun of it and all that. So, 
So what I was going to say was, your serious isekai were the Escaflone and whatnot. Then you have your funny isekai that are making fun of isekai. Which was? Uh, isekai Quartet? Konosuba. Kono yeah, Konosuba. That's your making fun of isekai. Okay. That type of thing, that's your... your, your uh, I feel like it, it happened too parody. flatly, though. Like like, uh, huh? like the, 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 the Golden Age and the, the making fun of happened so, at the same time, so I don't know if we're in the revival yet. This 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 isekai with, with the sword, yeah. dude, this is your scary movie. Yeah. Which is oh, scary movie. Okay. Scary movie. This that's what this is. Um, it's called Tensai Shitara Kendeshta. I call it Sword Cat because the dude is reincarnated as a sword. Yeah. And a cat girl is like the main hero. Yeah. And he's her sword. All right. What's the other anime that you mentioned? Yeah, so. I read a lot of trash manga. No. A lot of trash manga. Okay. I enjoy trash manga. Um, and I read this one about the villainous of a dating uh, visual novel. I feel like they've made two anime seasons out of the, the one you're talking about. They did, but that's not this one. Oh, it's a different one. It's a different one. Okay. <laughs> the second season of that was so boring that I stopped halfway. This is a manga so, or that I was reading before that anime came out. Yeah. That one, I think they call it Hima Furry because uh, something about red flags. Okay. This one is I'm going to tame the final boss. I think that's the about translation of the name. All right. So the villainous of uh, the, the visual novel real uh, realizes that she's gonna die. Yeah. And she's gonna die when the final boss um, attacks. So to circumvent that, she immediately goes to the final boss and asks him to marry her. All right, it's different enough from the one I was thinking of before. Yeah. But it's like amazing when you go from step one to step uh, two differently. So So the first one that you were talking about, yeah. uh, Hamafuri or something, whatever so, it was. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Its main character is an idiot yeah. who is lovable, and everybody around her just likes her and is very concerned that she's not wearing a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one, the girl is very confident and starts businesses and the like the, the crown prince is just trying to fuck her fuck her over at every turn yep. because in the first episode he ditches her for the protagonist yep. the, the sword maiden the holy sword maiden yep. who's like the main character of the video game he's like i'm uh, uh, i'm dissolving our our engagement i'm going to uh, marry this chick yeah and they just try to drag her through the mud mm -hmm. but she doesn't let them and then he's like, how dare you not get dragged through? How dare you not pine for me? Yeah. I want you back now. Yep. But now she has started, she actually succeeded in starting a relationship with the final boss. Well, speaking of competent, uh, like, uh, like uh, heroes, have you been watching Classroom of the Elite? No. All right. Is that an anime? It is. Okay. It, it was a light novel first. Uh, it's your typical, like, uh, like school of excellent students. 
students and like like uh, we have to make the last place fast the first place fast and all that stuff and all that uh, the it's my favorite type of character, which is nerdy guy that's unassuming, but he's actually really smart, and then like doesn't always succeed, but like uh, like manages to like uh, make changes. Like it's the same thing with um, like uh, my teenage uh, romantic comedy snafu. Like it's similar characters, this guy's way more evil because he doesn't see people as people; he sees them as pawns. So we're getting a third season of it eventually, which I'm looking forward to. I'm actually gonna like try and pick up the books to read. It's like I tried reading uh, uh, my teenage romantic comedy snafu, like the light novels, the translations. It wasn't bad, but I didn't get the same joy out of it, so I didn't necessarily pursue it. But all right, they're uh, putting away the uh, everything, so we got to end this. Have you heard of Pippa? Uh, Middleton? No. Pipkin Pippa. Uh, I, for, my mind went to Pippi Longstocking, so no. Look up Pipkin Pippa. Okay. All right, man. It was good hanging out. Yeah. Peace. See ya.